0: This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we review the MCU's first special presentation, Werewolf by Night. Plus, how big will Black Adam open at the box office, and will it have the cameo we all want? The Spawn movie gets new writers. We get our first taste of Chris Pratt as Mario. Reactions to the latest episodes of She-Hulk, House of the Dragon, Rings of Power, and more, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, October 10th, 2022.
1: Now listen here, bitches. You say you're looking for a podcast about comic books and TV and movies, but you don't know where to go? Well, stop whining and tune into the Jock and Nerd Podcast. These are the only guys you'll ever need. They're jockey, they're nerdy, and they're bitches, like you. So keep it on the Jock and Nerd Podcast. You can run, but you can't hide, bitch. Check. Check,
2: one. All right, this is Roy fans out there. Let's give it up. We jock it, we nerd it. We call it, we disturb it. We jock it, we nerd it. We spoiler alert. Oh,
0: yeah. Hello, friend. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and the movie news reviews. <laughs> And burpees whenever we choose. I'm leaving that in. My name is did Imran. Did you hear that? I thought I muted. Uh, no, you no, did
3: You, you definitely it. burped right into the mic. Uh,
0: uh. Wow.
3: Not that, athletic at all, too. That was a different kind of burp. That may turn some people off
0: right away. Hang in there. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. My name is Imran.
3: Oh, man, My name is Anthony.
0: He's the jock.
3: He's the, the mute nerd. This
0: one. And burpee mcburp fuss over there. Well, he's not a werewolf. He does protect his man thing. It's Rugboy. Yeah,
4: my man thing was huge and
0: green. (laughs) Yes, I had to shave And enraged. I'm glad I have that manscaped clipper. I had to trim him. I like to call him Ted. I love that he also... He not only burped,
3: but then he kept trying to talk while we were doing our intro.
4: (laughs) Rugs, what are you drinking tonight? This may be the problem. No, I'm drinking cider, (laughs) which is... It makes me burp a little bit. Like, uh... (laughs) I thought I pressed the button, and I'm, like, so oh mad God. that it didn't work, because I, I didn't clearly press it. Uh, It's clearly okay. Clearly not.
3: I mean, it went
0: yeah. right into the mic. <laughs> yeah, I saw a little audio spike. Listen, we're all family here. You can burp in front of family. It's fine. I burp all the time, but, yeah. like,
4: it's just, like, uh, I didn't plan on at the beginning of the top of the show. Well,
0: we don't want the little burp. felty to explode. You got to let the gases out. Before we begin, can I? I need to ask you guys a, a a question that has been keeping oh, me here up at night. There's something I can't stop thinking about, and it's is every movie going to be shit out of me?
3: Have COVID in it or have no. be
0: involved with COVID? Is oh, that no, the question you are going to ask? I'm him? still worried about that question. No this this week's burning <laughs> question is. Why do the toys in the McDonald's Adult Happy Meal have two sets of eyes? It's fucking creepy and disturbing. What? Have you seen these things? No, Adult Happy Meal. Is there strap ons in there? That's what I thought. I heard Adult Happy Meal. I'm like, you're getting a dildo with Ronald McDonald's face on the end? What is this? Imran, (laughs) what are you doing
3: going to McDonald's right now? No,
0: it's on the commercial. There's a little toy of Grimace Hamburglar. The girl bird thing, but they have four eyes. Oh, I and, see this. And nobody, they don't address it. Nobody's explained it. It's in my nightmares. It's commercial
3: sp- too. Come on, dude. What is with you? You're you're just completely <laughs> dating yourself. <laughs> throwing, throwing commercials and the happy meals. I watch
0: commercials. I think I was watching a football game because my wife is a Packers fan and it was on. Well, so I don't know. That's where the commercial
4: was. If they did make like uh, Happy Meal dildos, like the Grimace one would be the most sought after. Absolutely, it's, <laughs> that, it's called. The I Grimace. mean,
3: there's a built-in market with the eggplant uh, emoji. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah,
3: you just you just you just grow you just throw a little green on his ass and he's the eggplant emoji.
0: They're missing a huge opportunity. When I heard adult Happy Meal, that's not what I was expecting. I got excited. This is about, kind of strange. I mean, I am looking at this now. Right?
3: I don't know what the hell the, the deal is. What the
0: fuck is with the four eyes? Is it McDonald's? a mistake? Or is it no. like they, they well, intentionally made them yes. look like that? And to set it aside from the kids' Happy Meals that has one set of eyes, I don't understand. It's creepy. McDonald's what you this theory? has got
4: to be some weird shit, like some weird McDonald's. Sofa. Yes, it's, yeah, it is
0: uh, some weird indoctrination from McDonald's. Yeah,
4: like we're gonna find out in like a year what the four eyes mean.
3: <laughs> it's just uh, from what the internet's saying, It's just an
0: a style choice they're making, but just to for the adult happy meal. Yeah. weird. I don't know. I don't know if I want that. It makes it collectible. Maybe somebody Do wants you, it. I get. I mean, I I know adults
4: collect toys because I collect toys. Yes, me too. But the, like I don't know, like I would just get the kids' Happy Meal. Like yeah, why would you, you get ha- an
0: adult one? Do you want the kids one? I don't want to be a grown up. I want to D- never. Here, grow here's up. the
3: here's the bigger question because maybe I'm I'm a, maybe I'm the weirdo in this. But which are you guys? Are you guys regularly or even? once a month going never. to McDonald's? No,
0: never. What adults okay. are going to McDonald's all the time that they got to go four times to get the different toys? I don't know. No, I
4: never go to McDonald's,
3: no.
0: but I'm just saying. I'm not saying. even saying
3: for the toys. I'm saying just to enjoy food. I don't go there at all.
0: No. 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 Okay, no you know why? Because they have those touch screen menus now and oh no they, don't give me this done, is that why you're not going no because they've done studies that they are covered with shit there are feces monocles all over the oh. touch screen i don't know what's going oh. on there i'm not touching that thing oh there's that's, feces. that's not why i'm not going. plus it's not real food also so that's that's more likely why yeah, i'm not going yes yes
3: I just you're not. Why would you get? Why would you ever? Unless you're just
4: in a bind or
3: like
0: late night. Drive why would you go through there? Maybe like for maybe, a sandwich, yeah.
4: for like a cheeseburger. I think quick. if you're drunk, anything could happen.
3: Yeah, yeah. oh, one hundred percent. That's, that, that's one hundred. <laughs> the drunkenness take that out. But if you're going in there sober and you're not broke or you're just not in a bind, what are you doing getting a sandwich? So if you're making like an
4: adult decision, like you're consciously yeah. going to McDonald's.
3: I think that I think I think you need to reevaluate. Plus,
0: things. look, drive through is one thing, but if you actually go inside and then sit down and eat there, that's a little weird. It doesn't. You know who I loves don't. McDonald's? Who does? The Don. He does. He had it in the White House, didn't he?
3: He's, he did. He did. serve that to athletes. I he think. served yeah. that to all the. Yes. Yeah.
0: So he's maybe maybe the what, Don. What's is, your
3: favorite fast food? Real quick.
0: Right now.
4: Oh my God.
3: Right. Well, what? Sure. Right now, or if you want to go ever, I don't know. How do you oh, want to in answer? Oh, general. Mm.
0: Yeah. Mm. Mm. You don't mm. Wendy's isn't bad. Wendy's seems a little bit better. Wendy's is not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Seems of, the, f- of
3: the of the of the big ones, like yeah
0: that? yeah. Do you consider Subway fast food? Yeah. It's I garbage. like Subway, even though it's garbage. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> oh, you like it? Oh, you like Subway? What's? I, I mean, they're open twenty four hours. Some of them, like there's a. I, if I'm are.
4: going for sandwiches, I would get Jersey Mike's. Mm-hmm. uh because they make bigger and fatter sandwiches longer yeah just like the like my penis is the sandwiches have <laughs> we a lot have, girth.
0: you know what's great is the yeah. bona the bona beef like you use their app the shit they make the shit really fast and it's just sitting there waiting for you see i don't consider that fast food it's not though. fast food really I, I, I it is though
4: it's really i don't really fuck with that much fast food except for pizza and Which i don't eat, I, I never get i never get a uh, chain
0: anything
3: yeah, chain pizza. I think chain pizza is probably the worst fast food. Oh, had. we've
0: already discussed this. We went to Little Caesars, route. Yes, remember we talked about Little Caesars.
3: That's right. they
0: Little Caesars, Domino's,
3: pizza. like what are you doing? Come on, stop. Yeah,
0: yeah try like, I don't know. Do I ever you eat? Bet. Do I ever
4: eat fast food? Oh, Taco God. Bell. Ugh. Taco Bell. My I might do a Taco Bell run, but like um, maybe it, Chipotle more than Taco Bell.
0: Yeah, Chipotle is like a, a a higher caliber fast food. I would say. Everything yeah. in Taco Bell comes out of a cock gun. That's why I don't trust the Taco Bell. Have you seen them? I used to. I used to fuck together? with like
4: uh, Five Guys every once in a oh, five while. Five
3: Guys, oh, isn't guys bad. is good. Yeah, yeah Five that, Guys is not That's that's but, like uh, uh, upper echel- like yes, upper echelon yes, fast food. Yes,
4: we don't have uh, like In and Out over here or Carl's mm. Jr., which are supposedly yeah, yeah. pretty good. But uh, down in the, in the East Coast area, we do have Five
0: Guys though. We have five guys here. We also, we I would do In-N-Out if I ever went out. West. I like In-N-Out. Yeah. Steak,
3: sh- Shake Shack's good. Oh, Steak and Shake can be okay. Steak and Shake is good. I yeah. like Steak and yeah. Shake. Smash, My smash favorite purple. of the, uh, I liked Burger King for a long time. Oh, and then they changed oh. their recipe on their nugs. They made oh. them like the McDonald's McNuggets. And now I hate them. Well, they do the flame broil.
0: This is not a food podcast. The fuck are we doing? And you're making me hungry. Well, I think also. everyone can appreciate this. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, There's a level yeah. of these things. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs>
3: One day we ought to do a draft yes. of of fast food restaurants. You get you what you would do is you get you put all the restaurants in there and you assign them five dollars, four dollars, three dollars, two dollars, one dollar, oh, and right. you get thirty bucks. You have to thing. make four. You build your roster.
0: Oh man, that's not bad. Listener, let us know what your favorite <laughs> fast food is. Email <laughs> show at jockey jockey podcast we, <laughs> we will start a <laughs> well, we, that be a, a, different, yes, different. A satellite food jocka nerd food daily podcast. Not daily. Anyways. Let's get to what we're really here. We got a fun thing to review, a lot of shows to discuss. A little bit of news, slow news week. Let's get rid of that first. The Jock, the Jock and, and nerd, nerd podcast. All right, I'm warning the listener right now. Uh, with the news I'm starting with is possible possible spoilers for Black Adam coming up. It's only uh it's coming out in about t- 11 days from when we record October 21st. So, possible huge spoilers for Black Adam. Here's your spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear it, there's chapter markers. You can just jump to the next segment. I'll have it marked, and uh, you won't hear it. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Okay, have you guys been seeing the rumors circulating that one Henry Cavill may show up as Superman in Black Adam? No, I did not hear that. okay. Uh, I did hear that. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors circulating. The Rock himself has teased things about that. So there's one, like, spoiler site with a ridiculous name called My Time to Shine. Hello. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) That's the name (laughs) of the site. Saying Cavill is back, and we will hear the John Williams score, which that gave me fucking geek boner right there. Geek boner. Seeing not just you know, a headless shot of Henry, of Superman, like in Shazam. But, and then you hear, dun, 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 dun. I, I don't think you need that score. Oh man. Why? That's iconic. That's Because the, that's it's like not Superman. Henry Cavill's Superman. I know. They used it in the Brandon Ruth movie though. Also.
3: They did. So, but that they is also used it in the justice league movie.
0: Oh, they did the justice didn't didn't work. Yeah,
4: Yeah, yeah, they did it. They did it there.
0: Which you know, that's funny. The last time Henry Cavill played Superman, the latest, the last newest thing was in 2017, and he had a fucking mustache. That was the last time he got to put on the suit. Uh, I wonder if the mustache will return. Hair. Here's another tip. Following that rumblings, uh, our your boy Devin Faraci. Remember him. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's the rapist. He still around? Yes. <laughs> he's not a rapist. Former <laughs> oh, editor my God, yeah. oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my God. We're going to get sued for slander or Sorry. libel. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what you are, but something happened. With you you just <laughs> grab someone by the pussy. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Former editor-in-chief of Birth Movies Death, which was a fantastic site, But yeah, now he's kind of low-key. He has said that Henry Cavill, quote, is appearing in Black Adam in the post-credit scene. Henry Cavill has returned as Superman in Black Adam because The Rock demanded it he went hard full court press on warner brothers made them go to henry cavill and they had to sign a new deal with henry cavill including saying they were going to develop a new superman movie and this is all because the rock insisted oh shit could it be the rock made it so and he's going to bring back superman and fix the dc movies first of all what do you think of the the possibility of this rumor sounds like it could be like a post-credit scene
3: yeah i think it's 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 exciting if you're a DC fan, because we've talked about it many times on the show, Henry Cavill's been a pretty decent Superman and she's just had bad writing around him. So if you could potentially meld this relationship and get him in black Adam and then eventually make a Superman movie, I think that's a win for DC. So I, I I wouldn't say I'm personally excited because I'm not excited about
0: anything DC does at Mm, this point,
3: mm -hmm. but I think it's a, I think it's a big move for them and something that they, they can, they can definitely push.
0: Uh, Rugs, does the mustache return? I
4: <laughs> hope not. I think that the search for a new Superman would be too much of a thing to do right now. Yeah. Like, the the company's in too much disarray. They gotta lock down something that they know is not really an issue. Like, it's not Cavill that's the issue. He can act. Yeah. He can, he can drive a movie. He can wear the suit. He looks great in it. Um, chicks love him. So, uh, um, yeah, it's like a no brainer. They gotta. I mean, if if Dwayne Johnson fucking pulled this off, that's fucking amazing. Like that's a good, at least a good pillar for the WB to start rebuilding with.
0: Absolutely. If they're doing this ten year plan and they want to reset things, and how can you say no to the Rock? Man, he's fucking charming as fuck. Uh, <laughs> he's like he's been doing a lot of press, and I just been. I was watching Access Hollywood, and he they. Even CBS This Morning did a whole piece on him and how he wants to be more of a father. But what a just, like, charming motherfucker. Did you see there's a video out? It was on Access Hollywood. He was in front of a crowd giving a presentation, and some dude crowd-surfed his baby up to the rock so the rock could hold him. The baby. (laughs) It was like the baby Jesus coming over the fucking crowd, and he grabbed it, and then, like, crowd-surfed it back, which is (laughs) very... Delicate and dangerous. Yeah, that
4: that I, I don't know if I would fuck with that. That <laughs> sounds would like a very you, dodgy thing. Would
0: you pass your baby to a stranger just so they could pass him up to the rock? I wouldn't. I would not pass a puppy. No, I like, know. like a no. baby. That was would wild.
4: You, Anthony, would you take your dog and throw no. him on a crowd? <laughs> probably, like,
3: right. I mean, I, I, probably. The only person I would probably do that to is Imran. I would just that, pass yeah, Imran. That right.
0: will, everyone Imran always gets passed. <laughs> oh, <him>. You <laughs> can't lift my fucking fat <laughs> ass up. Come on, it would it would need a large crowd of at least thousands. <laughs> just to move me inches but yeah no he's just he's very charismatic and like down to earth and they keep saying he is the highest paid actor currently which I was looking up some things this year I think Tom Cruise took that because I think he made a hundred million for Top Gun Maverick uh, but he's definitely up there I guess yeah Tom Cruise is the goat do we? Do you think we could see Shazam and Superman I think Superman is going to be in post credit scene of this movie, uh, I think yeah, I think
4: that's probably
3: what's going to happen. He's in a post credit,
0: yeah, just a little hint, just yeah. But just to see that, that's people going to lose their shit, and and a, and a lot of goodwill, like you said, is going to be returned to the DC movies, and they and maybe the Rock can just help them just make good movies uh, because that's what they need. Uh, speaking of opening numbers, box office, the movie is tracking to open to around seventy to seventy-five million. Opening weekend, which would make it the biggest opening of uh, the Rock's career. Surprisingly, Hmm. Uh, bigger than the Fast and Furious. I yeah, that's what uh, that's what one of these articles said. I don't know about that. Uh, that. Yeah, Uh, yeah. what are the Fast and well? Look, I think I think it's under. I think this thing opens over seventy five million. Venom opened at eighty million. Now, is Venom the character more popular than the Rock, the personality? Person, right.
4: Yeah, Black Adam doesn't have a lot of cachet, but The Rock does. The, the Rock could put butts in seats.
3: Yeah, I think the yeah, The Rock doing a superhero film. I think the yeah, 70 75 million that sounds about right. Let's just try to look at Fast 5. Go yeah. ahead.
4: The commercials look like it's got a high budget and people are going to be, you know, waiting for something kind of spectacular to happen. So, uh, we haven't had a big uh spectacular film in a couple of Months, I guess. What was the last thing that came out? Thor. Thor, uh, yeah, Love and yeah, Thunder July. was the last... Yeah, so, superhero. yeah,
0: we're ready for another big movie. Well, October gives us Black Adam, and then just two weeks later, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever comes out. For for what it's worth, Fast Five did
3: 86 million opening Ooh. weekend, but Ooh. maybe that's because they're not saying The Rock was the lead. Yeah, that's like an ensemble, right? Are you guys excited about Black Adam? I gotta admit, I like The Rock. I like the trailers, but I, I could not be any less... Mo- less enthused about seeing this movie.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm just I want to go see a movie.
3: Yeah.
0: Like yeah, going I'm, to watch yeah I'm looking forward to seeing something new. The, I know it's
4: not gonna be great. I think it'll be like okay, but I, I, think, it, I, I think, think, it, think I'm surprised.
3: Go
0: ahead, no, I think it may surprise us. Like these promos have been getting me interested. It looks it looks cool like visually, there's a lot of characters. Uh, If you're resetting this, you know, the Justice Society of America is being introduced, and hopefully this does impact, like, the future where these movies are going, um, and it could do some world building. But I'm kind of, like, I'm, like, in the middle of Geek Boner, Floppy Jock, maybe slightly Geek Boner, but more in the middle.
3: Hmm. Yeah, I'm not enthused at all. (laughs) I don't think I would... I probably would still see it, but there's nothing... And I like The Rock. I don't even know why. It's just maybe I'm just glazed over. I just I don't think I think it's just DC overall doesn't excite me right now.
0: Yeah, I think that's a problem that's that's gonna stain it. It's gonna be interesting to see how how much it opens and how much buzz and legs. Like it literally, it doesn't have a lot of time. But but Black Panther: Wakanda of Forever opens November 11th, which is what two mm. three weeks away.
4: I think the fun with DC films is it's a roll of dice. Yeah, you don't know what you're gonna get, and it could be complete shit. And if it's shit, it's like really bad and it's that's funny too and that's but, funny. yeah <laughs> well it's fun to talk about the next day so
3: that's true uh, they always they always definitely give you something to talk about
0: yeah i mean i get it. i'm excited to see this Hawkman and dr fate and adam smasher uh and to see if the rock can shake off being the rock and become like a black i character probably not he's but, the whatever. rock he's, he's the just rock. always like arnold's always going to be arnold like that's it yeah. Yeah, no, and the one line where he's like, "There's no one on this planet that can stop me." That's what also makes me think: was that like a subtle reference to Superman? I don't know, or just aliens in general. But yeah, it's not hot. Yeah, it's not super geek boner. Not like Black Panther. I'm really looking forward to that. Listener, let us know uh, how geeked are you for B- uh, Black Adam? Join our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. There's a link in the show notes. It is an exclusive closed group just for our listeners. You can meet a lot of fun people, geek out a lot of fun uh, spoiler threads and things going on in there. You know what? The, everybody does. Go and do it. It's fun. Uh, OK, next thing. Remember, uh, this spawn movie that Tom McFarlane uh, has been working on for what seems like 10 years that he yeah. that he wants to direct Doing really slow. Yes. And, and initially he was like, I'm going to direct it, even though he's never directed a movie in his life. He thinks he could just pick up and directing. Uh, And then we had the announcement that Jamie Foxx is attached to be Spawn. Jamie Foxx still attached to play Spawn, but now Todd has enlisted the help of actual writers, Hollywood movie writers, to help him write this. Uh, This movie's been in the works since 2017, and now he has added the writing team of Scott Silver, who wrote Joker, and Malcolm Spellman, who we know from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the upcoming Captain America New World Order and then a new guy named Matthew Mixon. Uh but those are two good names, two two good kind of hot writers right now and it's possible that he may have come to his senses and uh maybe find a director, McFarland. I don't think you should be directing this movie.
4: I want to see what he does though. That's part of the reason I would go see it. Oh,
0: to see how Todd Dur- how bad Todd directs the movie. Yeah, because that's funny <laughs> to me. What is there less of a desire for right like, now? Did you ever watch
4: like the Frank Miller directed movie that he did with The Spirit?
0: Yeah, it was. It was I don't. I know that it's bad. I've that seen movie is
4: fucking yeah. insane. Yeah. Like say what you want, like it's not conventional. It's fucking ridiculously I might have to weird.
0: Check that out, I don't think I've ever seen. It's
4: that. not a good movie, but it's not a. It's not like a predictably like like. It's just really fucking Frank Miller. Is it in black and it's, white? Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. It's terrible, and it's still. Uh, you scratch your head at some of the decisions, but but like you're getting Frank Miller, and I think that that's at least unique. Wow.
0: Because it's Alec Baldwin with a big schnoz, right? Like a fake nose. No, that's The Shadow. Oh, that's The Shadow. Oh, The Spirit. The Spirit. He's the Will Eisner uh,
4: guy with the domino. Yeah, it's again. in black and white, like Allison City. Who
0: played The Spirit? Some nobody. Oh, okay. 2008. Oh, man. I kind of want to check out this. Uh, Samuel L. Oh, Samuel Jackson Jackson's in it. In it. Uh, Anthony, what are you less excited for? A new Spawn, another Spawn movie or Black Adam?
3: Oh man, another Spawn movie just because I never I didn't grow up while reading Spawn at all. I've f- read probably no spawn comics. Oh, really? I have read okay. stuff with Black Adam in it. And I do okay. think Black Adam's a cool character. Yeah. It's more just the DC
0: I'm just glazed
3: over when I hear DC stuff happening.
0: I mean, this is he's trying to make an R-rated spawn, and Spawn is the longest running independent comic book. It's the thing that started image. I've had the first issues when it started. I bought that shit. Uh, it was great and then i just kind of and the hbo cartoon is good that one's pretty good the movie yeah. A cartoon. yeah there's a hbo adult animated one season i think hmm. of spawn yeah it's probably on hbo max it's hmm. pretty creepy that might be better than this movie it's dark yeah but okay what are the odds that this movie ever gets made Rugboy? i feel like this movie's never gonna come out It's not happening
4: it might not but uh let's see i hope it does
0: also, what do you think uh Anthony with What's what, that? what does this movie ever come out?
4: Yeah, I mean it,
3: everything comes out at some point. <laughs> they, they they Hollywood is always looking for new for shit that they can easily adapt. So yeah, at some point it'll come out. I mean they made a they made a dread film. They made a, a Hellboy remake. They made two dread did, films. Yeah. They're doing they're doing Constantine 2. Like they're doing, you know.
0: You know what? You're right. Give Spawn another movie. If they've done those <laughs> double movies. Give him movies. a movie. What's funny is he b- mcfarland kind he of He man they're they've done he-man well they haven't done a movie
3: but they've done yet yeah, well, animated stuff yeah they were They'll supposed do to do a movie of that too at some point
0: they were supposed to be working on a movie but i think that got she canned. Uh, <laughs> mcfarland bungles this release you know how on like on sunday he was like big reveal spawn movie coming tomorrow and like this handwritten scratchy thing everyone's like oh shit and then on monday he goes Sorry, the timing's off. It'll be tomorrow on Tuesday. So he puts it out a day late. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe he did that on purpose to get people's attention. And then this was the news is that he got actual writers. I don't think this movie's coming out. Uh, let's go move on to a movie that is coming out. And it is the Super Mario's animated movie. Uh, they put out their trailer. And remember, we discussed when first announced that Chris Pratt and charlie day were cast as the voices of mario and luigi and uh italians had a field day didn't they Rux?
4: what was that again <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: he said
3: that chris pratt and who got it jack black charlie day are charlie cast day as got mario cast as italians and, and italians had a were, were very upset or the internet was very upset
4: yeah i don't know why but uh you got to give them a chance. I mean, Charlie Day makes sense because he sounds like a kind of almost like an East coast guy. He, he, always, oh yeah. Always like sunny in Philadelphia. Squeaky. So it's, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Chris Pratt just sounds so white bread. And uh so he's going to have to put on some kind of an accent. I saw the trailer and I detected notes of a, of a slight inflection.
0: All right, here I'm going to play the very end of this trailer. It's one sentence. We get to hear Chris Pratt's Mario voice. And we can see if it's uh, our favorite Italian plumber Mario. How close he gets. Mario!
1: Mushroom Kingdom, here we come.
0: Okay, It's a little New York. It's a he little said New here. York. He says here, here we... Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. I guess that could work. It's fine. It just It's just a little... It should be a little more... Uh, it's either... You got the video game Mario, which is like, It's-a me, a Mario! Yeah. And there's and a lot talk of, like Well, that? there's a lot of cartoon Mario's, right? That are voiced by well, Captain N- Lou Albano did it. Yeah, he did one. Not a lot of non-Italians actually voiced uh this other guy named what's his name? Uh Charles Martinette voiced him on the cartoon in the 90s uh and in some and in some games, but it's fine. What did you think of the trailer? I actually thought it looked kind of fun. Like the graphics were decent. It's all CG and and like I think this is the way to do Mario. It looks like the game but it also looked kind of neat. I think it'd be fun. Let's see
4: what happens. Like it's Mario. I don't really, it's not really dear to my heart. It's just to me, a video game character that I don't know the lore of Mario. Um, But yeah, it was weird that Chris Pratt was cast, but I think the look of it, everything else besides that is like, that's the only one, the one thing that I think is like a little bit weird, but not really. But do we want him going, it's the meat
0: Mario. Like, that's going to get people mad too. No, no, we don't want that. <laughs> Anthony, you played the Mario? You see this? What do you I, think? I
3: grew up playing Mario on Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Um, even though I grew up playing the game, I have no... It's it's It was in my childhood, but it's not something that I've related to and been like, this is an important part of my childhood yeah. and they have to get this right. So I don't have any attachment to it, really. It, the... the the trailer itself, I mean, it looks exactly like how Mario should look in with modern technology, right? So, yep. on that front, they're not—it's not a Sonic situation where they had to completely change the character after, or once the internet saw how it looked. So that it looks fine there, like it looks great. As far as Chris Pratt, I mean, I thought it was a, a weird casting when they did it, just because I can point out Chris Pratt's voice anywhere, yeah. yeah. You can tell he's doing a little bit of Brooklyn, like a New York accent. Little, yeah. But it's like one line. So really can't really <laughs> yeah, judge that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's vo- it's voice acting. Right. So yeah. at the end of the day, ideally, you would love to have an, an Italian in there. <laughs> but it's also acting like if they acting. got
4: Sebastian Maniscalco to be Mario. That would be perfect.
3: Well, Sebastian
0: but, Maniscalco is in the movie as yeah, another not character. As Mar- yeah. yeah,
4: they should have had him be Mario. And Chris Pratt did the Lego movie. So I don't think he's an actor. So,
0: yeah, really? Yeah carry a a movie pratt's not a bad voice actor he's done lead voice acting things before so yeah weird choice but i think the kids are gonna dig this mario and it's gonna be hot i love playing the mario games uh and the music you gotta have the music from the original games sure uh okay one last thing before we get to it listener check out our t public shop pick up some jock and nerd merchandise some swag visit com slash shop and we got hoodies and t-shirts and uh tank tops and cell phone cases and a ton of stuff with the old logo new logo rug boys face rug boys saying spoiler time shirts uh lots of fun stuff check it out right now out right now whenever you want it's always there it's 24 hours (laughs) what do i say last thing in the news here's another perplexing thing um, remember, Sony is earlier this year at CinemaCon. Sony announced that they're making a movie on a really, really obscure Spider-Man character as part of their spider manless universe of Spider-Man movies. El Muerto, in development, uh, with Bad Bunny <laughs> playing the lead. According to The rap, they have a writer and director. Mexican filmmaker Jonas Cuaron will be the director. While Gareth Dunit Alcoser, who wrote Blue Beetle, is working on the script, Jonas Quarone is the son of Alfonso Quarone, mm. okay, uh, Oscar-winning Gravity. director. Yes, Uh, so that 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 is interesting to me. I wonder if the kid's got chops just being around his dad. Uh, mm. That's that's and and uh, and and Bad Bunny, fucking huge still, right? I think like how Black Adam will draw the rock fans. If They make this movie. All no. bad bunny fans are coming. I don't know. Assist.
3: I don't think that 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 doesn't always cross no? over. No, no.
4: I mean, maybe there's more diehard fans that might go, but like, you don't know.
3: It, it doesn't always just because they're a famous artist doesn't mean people are going to go and see their movie.
4: This is one of the most transparently corporate, like studios so? sitting there thinking, yeah. oh, we could get this big star. On this obscure character, and we can use the Marvel banner, and it just reeks of fucking corporate bullshit. And like, little it bit, sounds gross.
0: Yeah, it's Sony. I, yeah, oh. I mean,
3: there's no way this is a good. <laughs> <laughs> this this is this is up there with some of the worst ideas they've ever had. It's
4: like we have no narrative for this character. There's nothing interesting that uh, at least has gotten into the zeitgeist where people are talking about El Muerto, and um. So there's no one clamoring for this movie, and it it there's it, it, it's a he's a
0: wrestler, yeah. So There's something kind of appealing about the fact a that he has a, he's a luchador, and there's a mask with powers and a legacy and a lineage, and maybe it's in his family. I don't know what kind of powers he gives him. That's kind of interesting. Uh, but you also have like a, a, a Latino superhero in the lead in a superhero movie. Blue Beetle is going to give us that too with the kid from Cobra Kai. So th- both of those things are great. We'll see which one does better. I heard Blue Beetle is actually pretty good. I've seen some of the shots of the costume. It doesn't look bad. It looks just like the comic. There's no way
3: this Bad Bunny movie or El Muerto movie is going to be good.
0: It, El, yeah, it can. Blue Beetle makes sense because
4: it's got name recognition and yeah. people know the character. The character's been around a while. Nobody fucking people, knows El Muerto. Like, I've never seen a cosplay of... El Muerto uh, never, nothing never, figure I've never seen uh, there may be they may exist but it hasn't come across my radar and I'm into this shit I know it's so, a
0: Spider-Man character that I've never heard of or had read comics with El Muerto like, I don't remember when this happened I probably wasn't reading Spider-Man at the time but you'd think I would have seen something it's fine
4: if they want to take an obscure character but I feel like they're going to try and shoehorn him into the Spider-Man uh, world, like this whole uh, you know Spider universe that they're doing at Sony.
0: Yeah, they got so, Madame Web coming, Craven the Hunter, Spider Woman.
4: Madame Web even makes more sense, but yeah. I, I mean Madame Web is like perplexing too. It's like you, who's gonna make a movie about this old lady with who's blind who, who sees into the future? Like that's whatever. Listen, Sony will give fucking Ant May a solo movie if you fucking oh, let them.
0: Son- Sony's so desperate. Yes. they got to cut. It just reeks of desperation. I am excited for the Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse two parts that they're working on. Probably the only thing I'm excited about. Uh, but Bad Bunny so was he was in Bullet Train. I don't know how. I haven't seen it. I still want to see that movie. Uh, yeah. But the, I did not a lot of acting there. Uh, yeah, just a weird thing. But the Quarone connection uh, may may help elevate it. Who knows? Depends on the script.
3: Uh, yeah, that that, <laughs> that that movie is. Uh, Very small chance of being any good and being successful. Remember
0: Morbius? Yes. We all remember Remember when the studio made three different movies and then sliced them all together. Shoved them together. Yeah. And then got tricked into re-releasing the movie because they thought people thought it was good. And then they put it out again and nobody went. Uh, Yeah, this is the same studio. So, Sony, I don't know what you're doing. All right. Let's take a quick break here. I'm going to play some promos, and we're going to come back and talk about Marvel's Monsters on Disney Plus right after this.
2: After these
0: messages, we'll be right back. back.
1: Hello, Gerald from Two Peas on a Podcast here. So you're listening to a podcast that you love right now. Chances are, I love it too. In the independent podcast community, we all support each other, which is why you're currently hearing this promo. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about my show in the hopes that maybe you'll check it out. I welcome a different co-host each week usually other podcasters friends of mine or random folks from the entertainment industry together we count down our top five favorite things for whatever that week's topic is it's often centered around music movies tv and pop culture we have over 250 episodes spanning nearly five years of programming so there's bound to be something on our feed that's just for you We release new episodes of Two Peas every Wednesday. For links to all of our content and to subscribe via your favorite podcast app, just go to our website. It's www.twopeasonapod.com. We can't wait to welcome you to the party.
3: Do you like superheroes? Do you like movies, television shows, and comic books? Do you like listening to a guy rant about these things for hours on end?
0: Well, then you're in luck because you need to check out pod capers the official podcast of a place to hang your cape featuring me scott james meridue we'll be talking about a variety of geek and nerdy issues joined each week by a rotating panel of guests that
3: will try to contain me jokes on them i cannot be contained so please join us on pod capers the official podcast of a place to hang your cape where superheroes go to relax but i never do cue the music
4: And nerd.
0: Listener, if you enjoy this podcast and you enjoy the laughs we try to give you, I think you get laughs. I can hear you laughing on the other end of this, listener. Give back to all the entertainment value by joining our fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jock nerd! You can support and give back to the show on a monthly or annual basis. And you get fun things like an exclusive podcast feed with bonus content, access to monthly Discord hangouts. You get the option to make us watch and review any movie you want. Lots of fun stuff, all at jockandair.com slash Patreon. Sign up today. Check it out. Let's get to this week's review. It is the very special presentation from Marvel on Disney Plus titled Werewolf by Night. Here is your spoiler alerts.
1: Before we get started, does anyone
0: want to get out? To be spoiled. Now, this is based on the comic book character published by Marvel, Werewolf by Night. First appearance: Jack Russell, Werewolf by Night, Marvel Spotlight number two in February 1972. Uh, Jack Russell was created by Roy Thomas, Gene Thomas, The dog, Jerry, Con- Jack Russell. Yeah, not the dog. The person, his name is Jack Russell. I thought of that, too. I was like, Jack Russell. Man, Werewolf by Night, created by Roy Thomas, Gene Thomas, Jerry Conway, and Mike Pelug. And this was a time in the history of comics where the Comics Code Authority had relaxed its codes and its laws and allowed Marvel to make supernatural comics again and horror comics. And they made a bunch of monster vampire comics, Werewolf by Night was one of them, and I believe Moon Knight first appeared in A Werewolf yeah, by Night, did. right? That was his yep. first appearance. Uh, so that's who the show is based on. I'm Rotten Tomatoes. This show is uh, currently 92% on the show Special presentation? Special movie? Pres- It's not a show. It's not a movie. Right. It's a special presentation. I it's, don't a know show, it it's, a it's a show. It's a show V. It's a show V. It's not on Amazon Freebie. It is directed and composed by Michael Giacchino. First time directing and also did the music Double Duties, written by Heather Quinn, Peter Cameron, uh, starring Gael Garcia Bernal as Jack Russell. You have Laura Donnelly as Elsa Bloodstone uh, and a bunch of other people. Those are really the two main people you need to know right now. Uh, Anthony, set us up. What happens in this about hour long black and white special presentation werewolf by night?
3: Well, as you mentioned, it's a black and white special presentation by Marvel. Special in the month of October, so it has a, a horror Halloween type element to it. Nice, and it is a throwback, I would say, to the Universal Monsters era of ho- you know movies Hollywood, and it is about the Bloodstone family and the the is it Ulysses? Is it what's the real the guy's name? Ulysses is the old father who Ulysses dies. Bloodstone, who's been. Hunting monsters has died and he has this family heirloom. I think it's, what's it called? The red, uh, it's called the
0: bloodstone, the bloodstone. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's called the bloodstone.
3: Oh, okay. So it's the bloodstone. And in his death, he has assembled some of the finest hunters in the land to perform a one hunt in the middle of the night in their maze to hunt down this monster and whoever the hunter is that kills the monster will get the bloodstone and continue on Ulysses' tradition or his uh, legacy. And there are some hunters in here. There's a variety of hunters, including someone that's a little bit suspicious in Jack Russell, who is also invited and supposedly has killed 100 people, and there's someone else that's invited, Elsa Bloodstone, who didn't, really grow up with her dad and it seems like she doesn't really like her dad and it's kind of the black sheep disgraced her family left but she's all of a sudden shown up for this hunt and they're all involved and uh there are some monstrous
0: surprises along the way yeah i mean it's like a solid plot of like a monster a, you know a 30s monster movie uh mm-hmm. what did you think of this uh, marvel's first special presentation anthony so I mentioned before that
3: I grew up liking the Universal monsters. So this kind of throwback, even though I don't watch those movies anymore, was definitely a callback to the things I've seen as a kid. And overall, I would say I liked it. I liked it. Uh, I think it was well done. I liked that it felt different, and it was they tried something. The runtime was—I wouldn't say it was perfect. I actually think it could have been a little longer, which is a yeah. good thing. Yeah. And I liked. I would say overall, I, I I wasn't over the moon about it. I wouldn't say it was my favorite thing ever, but I was pleasantly surprised. I think it was very well executed. I liked the the homages they made to those type, that era of movies with some of the practical effects and the way they shot stuff and the music cues. And I was most honestly most impressed with Michael Giacchino yeah. being a composer and directing this. I did just never would have put the dots together that this director or this composer who's super famous would have would be able to do something like this. So I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really cool that Marvel let him do it. It's from all the things I've read. They asked him what he wanted to do and oh, he said this and they yeah. were like, okay, so everything I've read is that and I like that. They took a, a little bit of a, a risk here and I'd, I'd like to see some more stuff like this at some point and I hope we see this character again.
0: Yeah, I think these monsters will become important moving forward. Uh and uh Ruggs, what did you think of this thing and the reveal of Ted in the show? Well, I I want to start in a different place. Okay.
4: So, uh musicians, uh directors, we have a few, uh you got Rob Zombie, and all of a sudden he uh puts out some stuff and uh his latest uh Contribution was the monsters, which uh I have not seen but does not look good. <laughs> yeah. But now I you have a
3: person critically blasted by R- Ruggs. So yes. <laughs> if,
4: if you uh take Rob Zombie's music, it's on a certain level. Now, by comparison, Michael Giacchino's music is on a much higher level. Yeah. This dude's operating on a art- artistic level far beyond Rob Zombie, I believe. Um so, when no surprise to me that when the movie is directed, it's directed in a very competent way, uh, with a with a high caliber of of artistry going on. So, I was not surprised that Michael Jackino could pull this off, and I was happy to see all the uh, influences from the early Universal monster movies. Uh, I did love seeing uh, the Man Thing, Ted. Man Thing is great. Oh my um, god, we
0: got Man Thing.
4: I feel like that that. Character had, without any emotion, uh, uh, being able to talk, had enough, uh, a lot, uh, high emotive range. Absolutely. 100%. Um, I mean, they pulled that off well. Um, I, I was also, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very competent. I had problems with story stuff and this and that, but like overall, I thought it was good and I did want to see it a little, be a little longer. So they could have gotten another 10 minutes and, uh, but I think the story kind of resolved itself. It just was over so quick. And we could have found out more about some of the characters. I mean, it would have added more. Yeah. I thought it was strange that Blade was not there.
0: Well, I mean, we, you know, we're talking Marvel monsters and that like Midnight Suns, they could be possibly setting up. In fact, like Man-Thing, Werewolf by Night, Elsa Bloodstone, they're all part of Midnight Suns. You could th- I was surprised maybe Moon Knight, you could throw in Moon Knight, you could throw in Blade. They could have done a blade hint. I really like this. I like that it's like Marvel's first horror thing. Uh, It's very different than the rest of the MCU. It was fucking gory and kind of violent. And there's blood splurting. And she's chopping arms off and biting ears off. Uh, And beautifully shot in black and white. Really impressive. They built that whole garden set. And the the practical offense, I believe the man thing, was a large part was an actual suit and a puppeteer. Uh, pra- done practically and it just it looks great I love that only the bloodstone actually is in- I don't I don't think that's com-
3: completely true from what I heard when he when the arm comes out and hugs werewolf by night that's practical but the rest is pretty much CGI.
0: well I saw there's a puppeteer credited and I
3: saw a- they actually had they had the werewolf they had someone on set yeah so that the people could interact with the man thing oh
0: they
3: had a but they a lot of it was cgi
0: i saw i believe i saw a set photo and there was like the man thing suit in the back like i think they made a suit
3: they did they'd had some yeah you, you they didn't have someone in green or right cgi stuff they had something thing that they people could interact with
0: yeah no it looked great i thought the acting that was good the acting was very good gail uh gail bart uh what's his name i can't say his name
3: Gael Garcia Bernal.
0: G- G- I always forget what order is in. Gael Garcia Bernal did good. And yeah, no, I was surprised. The music is amazing. Like the way he captures the 30s uh scores of those horror movies. And I was kind of impressed and surprised by Giacchino's direction. He's a good director. Yeah. Uh, uh And we get a couple of important characters like Elsa Bloodstone. I love the beginning, the Marvel logo where. It's interrupted. it in Turns to black and white. News. Yeah, I thought it was great with the with the claws the claw going marks through and, and the, the screams. screams. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. I love what they do, shit like that. And then the, the the
3: the music for the it went. It turned like you could tell it turned like a '30s kind of tinge. Yeah, the way they they started changing the the, the Marvel score as it was going through.
0: Yeah, and you see the little uh, reel marks on the side, and just yeah. the whole like scruffy, scratchy film grain look. And you know it does end eventually. It comes into color, which is a nice touch. Uh, I love the way that ended. But it didn't need somewhere over the rainbow, though. That well, was. A little... But I think it's a thematic thing, right? Because it's
4: uh, Wizard
3: of Oz.
0: Wizard of Oz, and when that happens, she comes she in turns color. She comes into color, and she's wearing ruby red jacket. And in Wizard of Oz. Uh, the the it's it goes Bruce. the other way, yeah. When when she goes into her hair, supposed to be red. Is it was it yeah. red? I don't remember. Well, so a, a largely, Man Thing and Werewolf by Night, very comic accurate. Elsa Bloodstone, who was uh, first appearance in two thousand one, was invented. She has like this orange jumpsuit and red hair. Yeah, so they didn't do that. I don't know if her hair was red in this, but yeah, same thing. Wizard Bob. Did you think that that actress was uh, Jessica Jones? No, she does look she like does Chris. She does look like
3: Chris yeah. Ritter. Yeah, yeah that's she a good does. point. I didn't think of that until you pointed yeah. that out.
0: No, because like they, they could be sisters. Laura Donnelly. And I think moving forward, like she, it ends with her in possession of the Bloodstone, right? So I think she's going to mm-hmm. be an important character. I think Jack Russell and Man Thing, Ted. Ted, who's the actual, the name in the comic, he was Dr. Theodore Salas. So his name was Ted. His name but, is Ted, yeah. Yeah, and Man Thing uh, created in 1971. I loved, and a little bit of humor that was in there kind of worked, like how... Ulysses Bloodstone came was like a an automaton, like a animatronic from <laughs> D- Disney Park, right? Like it was just hilarious. That's pretty dark. Yeah, it's very dark, and he's just like, "I'm rotting for you." It was really silly, <laughs> but then it gets fucking violent when he does finally transform into Werewolf by Night. I love how it. Uh, it it's no, it was a- violent before that. It was violent before that. She She cuts off the dude's
3: arm. She sticks an arrow through his face, and he's like gurgling blood. And she's laying with him and covering his mouth. And then they they like cut, and you could see still the arrow through his face. Like that's they were doing things they don't normally do. I think because of the black and white, but they were doing like the lingering shots on skulls, on uh, axes and heads, and. Arrows through faces, and they were doing blood spatter against the
0: camera. Oh, yeah. When it got on the lens, that was crazy. That's all chocolate syrup. Look, I did this student film in black and white where there was a lot of blood, and I was just drenched in chocolate syrup. Best day of my life. That wasn't a student <laughs> film. You were, that was just a. Nut, that was a
3: Tuesday in
0: New York uh, for you. Uh, yes. That was a pervert that I'm, uh, found wrong. I'm coming with chocolate <laughs> syrup, and it's delicious. I'll lick it off myself. Don't worry. You don't need a towel. It's fine. He, they made him play Tarzan in the shower but in black and white. Chocolate syrup <laughs> makes great blood. It's exactly the same viscosity. Let's uh, let's go with. Let's start with just the werewolf design
3: first. Yes. What did yes. what did we think of the actor, the design, the way he moved? I'll uh, I guess I'll start and saying i liked that it was throwback yeah i will say like the throwback look at times look a little too cheap at some yes, points yes yes like I, I don't know like if i could imagine that character interacting with iron man or any like anyone in the marvel but i think there's pot- potential there to make it better yeah but I, I did appreciate what they were doing and i really liked the way he the way they had a move with wire work and had him like when, when he's transforming and they're doing the shots where she's reacting in horror oh, and the, 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 shot. the lens flares are yeah. going off and it's just like, this is straight out of a 1930s the film. The
0: strobe light, and you see the shadow behind her and the strobe, like, that whole sequence was fantastic. It really was And then
3: when he's in the hall and he's oh. taking out the things and the door's closing so yes. that the light is going out. or
0: strobing light and just yeah. kill after kill and blood on the lens. That was fucking fantastic. I will agree that at times it looked like kind of a bad homemade Halloween costume, right? Now, to be clear, this design of this werewolf is not, like where American Werewolf in London, or like in Thriller, where the the, the individual face elongates to become no. a wolf. This is he he remains with a humanoid it's Lon Chaney werewolf. Yes, which is totally a throwback to the uh, the Man Wolf, and a throwback to how the character looks in Wolfman. the comic Wolfman. Wolfman right, yeah. Wolfman, because that one, but that one shot where it's just the white little dots in his eyes, and it's, he's slowly coming forward. That shit was dope. But it also, that is what he looks like in the comics. He has a humanoid face. So, uh, yeah, I I do agree that, like, I don't see how he would be. These monsters got to have to be in their own little thing. I don't know if they even Moon Knight standing next to him. Does not look right? What do you think, Ruggs, of the design of the werewolf? I think it was fine. I I do prefer a little
4: bit of a different uh, kind of werewolf. Uh, But uh, I think it was fine. I think. What you want to do is you want to create something that an act like if they're going to bring this guy back to do stuff, you don't want to rely on CG. You want to do a practical thing that uh, it actually uh, the actor can move around in and do stuff. So this makes the most sense. Um, we've seen like cool werewolves, like in the lichens from Underworld and all that yeah. other stuff. Ly- Lycanthrope is the word for
0: like werewolf lineage, right? It's a,
4: That's correct. Yeah. Um but I, I liked it. I thought it was cool as a throwback. Um, there is, uh, you know, I, I feel like it's fine for what this is. I mean, we've seen like, uh, the, the Wolfman movie that they came up with, uh, Benicio del Toro. I was gonna say Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> Benicio del Toro. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's very similar, but that, the, the other one looked even more savage. So we've already had like a film version that was a tribute to the old, uh, Wolfman. And I think they did it better there. Okay. Uh, slightly. This looks almost like the werewolf from that fucking TV show, the Teen Wolf TV show. Oh,
3: God. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It does very Teen Wolf movie werewolf, yeah.
3: I mean, it kind of works because they're going for the throwback yeah. thing. I'm just thinking about if they were ever to incorporate it with other Marvel characters, it'd be like the man thing. Looks great. Looks great. Like, Compared and, and to him. As Rug said, the way it's able to just convey sadness or excitement just by eyes and yeah. like movement of the face without really any expression is it's pretty awesome
0: like you see at that moment when elsa first meets him and he's roaring at her and he's menacing and she's just like ted, ted? and then you see him relax and he's like oh yeah. huh? like he's a dog he's like oh oh hi okay she's like i love your name just call him ted <laughs> call him t- why that's what's his name
3: it's it was ted so great yeah no man thing was was i thought
0: i loved man i wanted I was to see more so, of man so surprised i love the moment where they free him and she pulls the stone off and i love that he comes back at the end for the save uh i wasn't expecting that and then that shot at the end where he goes and he finds him and turns into color and he's they're taking their buddies they're taking care of each other well what's uh like kind of what time
3: period do you think this is because they kind of give it a they don't give it away but when they're hanging out at the end
0: that looks like he now you mentioned
3: well, yeah, and he mentioned sushi. Oh yeah, so this, they're not eating
0: sushi in the '30s. No. Yeah, that's a good point. In the you in the beginning, you wouldn't know. You would think it's set in the it's past, the '20s or '30s. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's got yeah, he's got coffee and a French press there, and there's a guitar. Who's playing the but guitar? There's no cell thing? phones. There's no cell. Phone. That's true.
3: So I, I mean, I think Marvel definitely left it ambiguous just yeah. so that they didn't have to do all the gymnastics of telling us when it happened, and they don't need to. I just. Just a fun little thought experiment of, where was this? If they're talking about sushi, but they look like that.
0: Well, sushi's been around, but uh, but not, I guess, over here in the Western. That's right. That's relatively recent. Even this color shot at the end of fucking Where does Ted. this take
4: place? Is it America?
3: We, no one, we, it doesn't, they don't tell. That's a good question also. I loved, by the way, I loved, speaking of where it takes place, I loved the, like, the way they set up that set in the back. Yeah, Where it's like a maze. Yeah. It's, yeah. And they, and like they... They show an overhead shot, so you know exactly what it, you, you can imagine what it is. But then when you're in there, you're like, oh, I can see how this would be kind of weird, like scary. Yeah. Like, every, every round, every corner, there might be something. My only criticism, honestly, of the the, the the special was I think this could have been a little longer. And I think that second act could have been a little longer. Like, I think they get to the hunt, and the hunt ends really quick.
0: Well, and he doesn't turn into the werewolf right until that, like, the I last don't think that's act. necessary. I just think if you're
3: if you're having a, a, a the whole premise is built around the hunt yeah. and then the hunt
0: could, takes like five minutes. Right. It ends. He escapes. They get the stone and then it's like a whole right. other thing. Yeah,
4: I just I, this is this is my critique of it and go for it. You might not like what I'm about to say, <laughs> but I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> they do. This, uh, they've been doing this too many times. And I feel like this is repetitive is when they they tell you it's going to be werewolf by night, but it's really an Elsa Bloodstone movie. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And they always do that. They they put that and they just use it to kind of they use like the name recognition or the the draw character. And then they kind of put in this other character and then they make it all about them. And uh, you come away going, okay, what's the Elsa Bloodstone uh, sequel coming out? And which is fine. But like I don't know anything about the werewolf. I don't know anything about Ted. Yeah. I don't know anything yeah. about those characters that they were supposedly like the main characters. But um well now it's really Elsa Bloodstone is the main character. I mean no, you're right. You know. They
3: did it's I mean it's a fifty minute thing. Yeah. And you had Werewolf by Night, Elsa and Man thing yeah. all kind of starring. Yeah. It just that's just not enough time.
4: But they the only one got like, exposition was, was Elsa.
3: Yeah, we don't still don't really know. I think that maybe that's kind of my a little bit of my why I want to see Werewolf though again is I just I thought the guy on screen was intriguing. Yeah. Like the way he you could tell right from the beginning that he stood he was different than everyone else. Actually that's one of the kind of the other things I did really like is because they only had 50 55 minutes they were really economic in terms of not having to over explain anything. Mm. They were just like like Elsa, you know right off the bat she hates her dad and she's got training because she says something along the lines of i, I wasn't trained by him mm. right but like they 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 don't they don't because they had less time i think they were really efficient in getting to the, to the points where you could understand and be like okay i'm down for the story but i do agree like werewolf that character we really don't know anything about him still
0: dude she's right she embedded a sword in that one dude's head that was that was amazing. That dude that looked like Marilyn Manson. I don't know what his deal was. That's a, I think that's a woman. Oh, was that a woman? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, anyways, that, <laughs> they're all dead. They all died. Well, they do. Yeah, they. She she puts a sword in his head. It's so yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's good. Surprisingly violent. Also about the time period, you notice there's a lot of photographs, uh, old timey mm. record players mm. in this playing so. I, yeah, the record player out in the, yeah. in the maze ha- lawn thing, too, right? Yeah, and were, that was a phonograph. So I like how they're playing with, like, we don't know when this is, but I would have loved to see, like, Manting almost steals it. But now I want to see fucking Ted and Jack hang out. And clearly, you could do an amazing Midnight Suns. Give me, like, an Avengers style monsters crossover. Throw in Doctor Strange, Blade, Moon Knight, all these fuckers. Be-
4: I think if you throw in Strange, it gets overpowered. Well, that's
3: yeah, true. I think you'd leave. If, yeah, we could play this game of like who's your, who the Midnight Suns would be. I would go, I would go Werewolf by Night, man thing.
4: Blade. Well, you would, Blade like Morbius. Blade For sure. There, well,
3: if we, I would well, do no, Morbius, Morbius but I don't know. I don't want, I don't know if I want. Yeah. You Jared Leto Morbius. Right. I would consider doing, I would probably throw in Moon Knight as well, just because I think he fits the vibe. Punisher was one at one point, and Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider would be fun. I mean, you could have a lot of fun with this. Yeah. I, you just think of the names, though. Like, they, if they were to potentially do this, they would have Merhersh Ali, yeah. Oscar Isaac, uh, Garcia G- Burnout, whatever Holly's fucking yeah. name is. Uh, potentially, if they're doing Ghost Rider, like the big names that they're thinking about are like Keanu, uh, Gosling, Norman Reedus. So,
0: like, you could have a pretty star studded staff. Uh, and Bernal, Garcia Bernal, apparently really good buddies with Diego Luna, who is playing Ooh. Andor. So, like, these guys are ruling the screen. I think Diego, like, kind of gave him the, the entry into Disney and, talk you know, kind of talked him into doing this role. So, I also
3: saw online people were throwing down Wong to be in the...
0: Oh, Wong could be fun in the in the Midnight Suns. or Elsa. Yeah. They were throwing Elsa. Yeah. Oh, Elsa Bloodstone. is she's like one of the members I think from the comics. She'd probably set up a team. Yeah, she would be like the the Contessa Allegra Valentina, like Julie Lee Dreyfus of the thing. I definitely think she's going to be a substantial character moving forward. And like, there's so many stones. We had the Infinity Stones. Now there's this Bloodstone, but there is a, a whole history to this and the precedent. but if
4: this is taking place in the past
0: this midnight suns has to taking place yeah, in the past. maybe
4: mm-hmm. well there, there was rumors that blade
3: was supposed to be set in the, like the 20s yeah yep
0: yep but now they're rewriting that whole fucking script so Who knows?
3: i mean it, it definitely made me excited for a, a potential midnight i want to see this guy when i watched it the first thing i did after i thought about it was i looked up if there were any rumors that he returned because i was just like I don't I don't know how it fits at all, but I'd love to see this character. I'd love to see Man Thing and this character come back.
0: Absolutely, you got to bring them back now that you've established them. I mean, they became instant favorites, especially Man Thing. Especially I mean, Ted.
3: DC or DC? Excuse me, Marvel. Probably DC too, but I mean, there's runway here. If they wanted to do a Halloween special, mm-hmm. they do have their own version of Dracula. They mm-hmm. do have their own version of Frankenstein.
0: Like yes. They could do all these characters. So, to that point, there's a fun Easter egg in the beginning where they're explaining things, and you see those drawings, uh, like in the opening credits. There is Mm -hmm. a drawing of a Nosferatu vampire, which is the original Marvel vampire. There is a drawing of a Wendigo, a Sasquatch-looking thing that could be Wendigo. So, Mm. all these things may exist, and they can bring them out. Um, Well, do you think... Do you think, uh, sorry, do you think Sony looks
3: at this and goes, green like that Man-Wolf movie? <laughs> oh,
2: man, man, we're
0: going to think, they don't have the rights to Man-Wolf. Well, they got yeah, vermin. They he, he's, isn't he a Spider-Man villain, Man-Wolf? Uh, uh, oh, Man-Wolf is, that's John Jameson, yeah, it right. was J. Jonah Jameson's son. Son, Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. They could do a Man-Wolf, they're going to do it. What a lazy fucking name that is. How about Man-Wolf? No, Man-Wolf, oh, done. Copyright that shit. I would love to
3: see a Midnight Suns movie.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I think I mean just it's exciting that they're opening up this like monster corner and this is like a, another genre that they well, they can they, now they, give they us. do
3: right in the beginning they go basically these the Avengers take care of shit right. but we need shit to take care of monsters
0: like there's yeah. another underworld to this the shit the other side the underbelly of this. Yeah, that's that's exciting. Um and do we want to see more special presentations? Remember we talked a couple weeks ago how the rumor was Marvel is looking at some of their upcoming six-episode series and maybe we'll be adapting them into these special presentations.
4: Maybe make them a I little bit longer. I think they should make them a little longer. Yes, make them a little bit long. Like I Make a movie length, like 90
3: minutes. Not movie length. No? I would say well, this this would have been perfectly fine as 110, 120.
0: Okay. Okay. I guess you can make it whatever. It doesn't have to be in any... Like 70 minutes. 70 That's minutes. That's good. There you yeah. yeah. 110. Just, and I think... it.
3: It actually really feels like those one shots they would do with comics. Yes. yes. Where I think it's it's it has precedence in the comics yeah. and yeah. also it's more I think it's it's a better way to experiment with characters mm-hmm. rather than green lighting shows and going, let's do six Miss Marvel or six, you know, just Moon Knight. Instead do the special, test the audience that way yeah. and then create a show or a movie after
4: that's how they used to do it yeah they used to do that like little mini series and then mm. they'd green light it into a series it like seems like they're doing the it backwards yeah. they're
3: green lighting things that don't even have enough legs for a series like echo oh god echo, <laughs> echo agatha like agatha like, what are we doing
0: well uh, like uh, both of these hopefully in echo we're gonna see like daredevil wilson Fisk, and agatha maybe fucking scarlet witch shows up or comes back like, that maybe would be agatha's dealing, gonna man.
3: be in the midnight suns
0: maybe oh maybe she's <laughs> in the midnight suns Oh my well, God! Well, look the we, the one color that was in here was red. Red magic, red, chaos red. magic. Uh, I I made that connection. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Yeah, or... I wonder. I I didn't really
3: understand what the bloodstone does, but it seemed like she didn't really want anyone to have it. She didn't think
4: these people. Were well, according him. to lore, what does the bloodstone do?
3: Oh, you know who we forgot while he looks that up? Yeah, we forgot Black Knight will probably be in the next Suns. Oh, Night, Sun.
0: Dane, uh Whitman, yeah, Dane Whitman, uh, Mister uh, John Kid actors, Ken Harrington. Harrington, yeah, he is the Black Knight. He could also be, yeah, he could be in this. I don't see. I mean, I there know.
3: was, there was. Did you say this already? Punisher was Frank and Punisher at one point. Oh, he was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's comics. <laughs> it's comics. Just yes. go with it. Why that? Rex, what does the Bloodstone do exactly?
4: All right, so it grants you superhuman stamina, okay. agility, agility okay. senses, and vast regenerative powers. So maybe you can live for a long time without aging, like a
0: Highlander mm. or something. So this would have to be used to hunt monsters, like specific, you know. Yeah, it says it's
4: called the Blood Gem. Oh. Here we call it the Blood Stone okay. for some reason. Yeah. But the it's called the Blood Gem. And um, immortality is one of those things. So ah. Elsa Bloodstone could appear. And maybe the werewolf is a different werewolf They maybe he passes his werewolf powers onto. But, like, maybe the werewolf causes him to be immortal too i don't know i the read verbal- this
0: other theory that co- it could be possible that jack is the one who killed ulysses bloodstone hmm. and then once elsa finds out that's going to be an issue because we don't know how he died we really don't know anything about jack do we like no what do we I really know,
3: know about? we don't know anything even coming all that he, he likes sushi yeah we don't we know that he's a good guy yeah that's the thing we know he's a good guy we know what I, when I I do like this when they do these in movies or any plot is when they have what you think are the monsters and then you realize the humans are the monsters. Yeah, they do yeah. that so you realize in that moment that he's a good guy. One question for you guys: we probably should have
0: led with this. Is what are your guys' history and with horror comics? Oh, like Oh yeah, I was gonna I was gonna mention that I, myself. I was never a big like monster comic guy. Like I was never. never. Into these, or like the darker corner
3: of the Marvel Universe.
0: Yeah, it just, I don't know why it never appealed to me. I was aware of them, but like I never followed them. What about you, Rex? I, uh, I love Dracula and
4: Frankenstein and all that stuff. So I did read some of this stuff. I did read Moon Knight, I did read Werewolf, Some Werewolf by Night, and some Morbius and some Blade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And of course, um, big time into Ghost Rider from when Mark Texteria did the artwork. Yeah. yeah. That was just fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh really just when they redesigned Ghost Rider from the 70s to like the mid 80s or early 90s that shit was badass. Yeah. I was like so into the Ghost Rider. That was uh, I liked uh Damien Hellstrom as well. Oh, Halstrom, oh yeah, Hellstrom, they yeah. They had the
0: TV show on Hulu one yeah. season.
4: Well, that's not that's not it. It was that's not, not it. yes.
0: <laughs> that's just Hellstrom whatever. Yeah.
4: But I liked it I liked that. I think who was doing that? Was that Garth Ennis or the other guy? That like is me. It could have been Garth. Um, or the other guy that that kind of like imitates Garth. <laughs> I forgot his name. Um, But he did like a run in the uh, in the 90s, too. That was really kind of edgy and dark. Okay, I'm not really a horror guy, yeah. but I it's weird because like I don't consider myself to be a horror guy, but I love monsters. Yeah, same. Like, I don't like I don't like ghosts. But like a vampire is cool, werewolf is cool. I'm not really into slashers or like Hellraiser or or even like Freddy Krueger or or Chucky. Any of that stuff I'm not into, but I like like I like monsters. I don't know what what it is about monsters, yes, but that stuff no. I don't I don't know what the, where it stops. I'm I'm understand.
3: completely with you on that. I'm super into the universal monsters.
4: Like I got like, could- Why do you think that is? Why do you think it stops at vampires and werewolves and doesn't go into like slashers and murder. I feel like it's, maybe it's fantastic. Yeah, I think
3: I think the these movies those that era was more fantastical and I was going to say spooky. Yeah, whereas the other stuff is a little more. It's it's more revolves around the violence. Like the violence is supposed to be the scary part, right? Yeah. Whereas right. these are are more revolve around like there's some decent story there and there's some like tragedy mm. surrounding mm. all these characters mm-hmm. that I like whereas yeah the I I mean I don't get me wrong I, I kind of also like slashers but it's not something that it's like like the these for me are are
0: just more fun and they're all largely tragic kind of backstories right so there's a, a human relatable element where like some of the slasher things they just kill it for no they're evil just cuz right and you're just watching them well and you're not really root, you're, you're you're rooting for the slasher it's, right. it's just a weird yeah, dynamic. It's a different thing. No, but these these monsters have character and character depth and 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 emotion and well, his heart in there.
4: Like Dracula's a tragic figure. Yeah. Frankenstein's yeah. a really tragic yeah. figure. Like you know, uh, yeah. the, the Wolf Man, he's cursed. The yeah, Mummy is that? this person who's been like you know he's also cursed. So all these things are like
3: creature from the Black Lagoon.
4: Yeah, they they never asked to be these monsters. They or they never like sought out to be them. They just had become them or, or were born that way or something. And it, and I think that it's also the fantastic story. It's like you, you, you're you creating this whole, like, uh, world building around this thing. Like, the, oh, that there's this thing that doesn't exist in norm, the normal world. But, like, a, a slasher, like, that's just a dude with a knife, mm-hmm. you know, or a guy who's just crazy. And that's, like, real. And that's right. maybe, and yeah, it does revolve around the violence and the kills. And, too real. And, and the gore. Yeah. And it's not so like, even though there's gore and violence in this, it's like, it's not center stage. It's kind of like just a product of
0: the fact that you have a monster and monsters do shit. So, um, well, and then yeah. being a werewolf, like the tragedy of like one night a month, you, you have to lock yourself in your room or you're going to go out and fucking kill people. And it's just something you got to deal with. Uh That's an interesting story.
3: Yeah, those movies were great. I remember watching those 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 movies. They're all, I mean, they they're iconic yeah. creations.
0: Yeah, but the, I mean, this show. I thought the tension in this show was great. Uh, and the uh, again, back to some of the humor, like the bomb bit where he's trying to get the bomb <laughs> to stick to the wall. Like that was kind I, of funny. I, I did I did laugh
3: out loud. I, yeah. I was like, and this is silly, but I did laugh when he throws and it.
0: Like he's, a bit, a bit and he's got tiki. to run back and Holy put it back shit, on. It's gonna explode. I was like the tension is great in that part. Uh, so I don't know. I think it just did a lot of things really right like you said i i really
3: really enjoyed that they gave michael giacchino a chance like this cuz i would have never just never you never would have expected that this great composer would do something like this and knock it out of the park i i think that really bodes well for marvel you know in terms of giving guys a shot that yeah. you wouldn't necessarily think could do something like this and i think an outlet with disney plus is it, where you're creating a one shot like this is a perfect outlet. I think phase four has been their experimentation phase. Uh, yes. with A lot of stuff. Yeah. And some of it's hit, some of it hasn't, but this is a, definitely a good hit. And I would say that I'm not sure if uh, rugs, you, you tagged us in the video with Sean Chandler. Oh, we will talk made, about
0: that later. Yes.
3: Yeah. Where he made blade suggestions. Yeah. I don't know if you referenced Giacchino, he but I think this guy he... should be in the running if he is.
0: And I kind of, oh, yeah. yeah, I said that last week. I was like, let's wait and see this Werewolf by night. Maybe Giacchino's got the chops. I definitely think he can handle the that project if they wanted to give it to him. But we'll get into that. He because Sean Chandler had a couple of good picks, and I wanted great picks. But yeah. I
3: think Giacchino, he did great. They, man. they got they got to give him. They got to let him do something else.
0: Yeah, and the fact that he can kind of like I read some articles about him how he was like composing kind of back and forth on the spot so he could react to things and do the music like exactly how he wanted. So to be the composer and the director is a very unique situation. Yeah, John Carpenter does that, but Oh, that's right. Carpenter is the composer too. I just I just I just think he's
3: that's so he's so talented to have done this and yeah. be also a great composer. I'm I, I really
0: admire that this guy did this. Yeah, and that they were able to trust him because who knows what would have happened. But again, you're in the Marvel, you know, uh, the things on rails. You're in the Marvel method. So uh, but I feel like they trusted him for his decisions. The character he wanted to put it in black and white, I thought it was a great move. And to pull the color in in the end was also lovely because you're kind of waiting for that to see if it would be, you know, where is this black and white going? So fucking hey, no, that thing was great. Let's just rate it. Anthony, what would you give this thing? Uh, a very solid 8 out of 10. Oh shit, that's my score too. I'm going to give it an 8. I would r- rather enjoyed it rugs. Score it.
4: I think it's a 7.5 for me just cuz they they did the same trick over and over again. Yeah. They did it with Hawkeye. They, I mean, we knew that was going to happen. They did the same thing with Fate the switch. Um, yeah, they they just they keep doing it. So, I'm like, getting
0: tired of that. But, but to leave you wanting more is always a good thing. And I think this thing definitely does. That's the that. only thing I have really against it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's just enough. All right. Let's find out what our listeners thought in news from the nation. <laughs> it's, time <for> <laughs> from the nation. it's time for news from the nation. It's for news from the nation. That's it. That's all. It stinks. It's I'm all stinks. burps today. It's oh my god! He, that's right, listener. Rugboy boy does farts live, burps live. You get him to queef if you give us enough Patreon money. Maybe next week. I'm all letting it, all the air out. Any kind of flatulent air sound, rugs can do it live. It's amazing impersonations. You could take this show to Vegas, rugs. <laughs> You'd be like, this is how Brad Pitt parts, and then you just do, yeah. Sometimes like they just do it with my, uh, my hand under my <laughs> armpit type thing, yes, you know. The armpit do that parts, one. There's different ways, you know, all the techniques do it with your hands, you know. Yeah, it's, it's not always from the mouth, there are trade <laughs> secrets in this, anyways. What did the <laughs> listeners think in their Facebook group, Talking Our Nation? Billy Trosper wrote, Now, this is the type of content Marvel needs to be doing with characters that aren't large enough warrant their own movie i felt it was concise had some fun moments with some decent action and didn't seem very formulaic while phase four does have some letdowns i believe this is one of the standouts so far i hope they continue with bringing in different marvel monsters i'm excited to see more monsters i like uh, marvel monsters uh bring them on blake braden just said loved it i fucking loved it John Belotti Jr., so good, it got me back on the Marvel train. Man, thing, baby. Like, yeah! Uh, body liked it. Anybody surprised? I'm not no. Surprised. No. Okay. <laughs> Daryl K. says, the 50s monster movie aesthetic, the R rating, the unique lighting and frame rate effects, relying on practical effects and minimal CGI, or it seems so. Now, this is more like it, Marvel. My only question is, where is Blade? Other than that, I loved it. The same thing. Rug said he's right and yeah, right it could have been a little blade drop and you well, could. Have if it's tied back in. in the past then then, yeah. then that makes sense but, but i don't blade know could be in the past blade has been he how old is blade he's been alive for fucking oh, wow. years right i don't think so no I, think was, I don't know i'm not sure isn't he uh like he's of a, age?
4: he's been around for a while yeah he's for a while. i thought he was like from like the 20s or something
0: yeah it could be yeah Uh, Jesse Rodriguez says this was fantastically done. Seeing man thing was great. Unexpected. Didn't watch full trailer going into this. I do wish it was a tad bit longer since I was wanting more by the time it ended. This was a great unexpected surprise. Hope everyone gives it a try. So yeah, people really responding well to this. I thought it was great. Perfect for Halloween. Uh, Jesse Rodriguez also had a comment on our last episode. Going back to what were you talking about? Blade, the director dropping out the script being rebooted. Who should direct blade? Jesse Rodriguez just commented: Chad Stahelski needs to direct Blade. Done. Boom! There it is.
4: So, I mean, that's an that's a very locked on choice right there. That's like a perfect. I don't know about the horror effects, but like the the action would be amazing.
0: Anthony, comment on Chad Stahelski directing Blade. I think he's a Wick, right, John Wick? He is the John Wick guy. Yes, he'd be great. I don't know if uh, Marvel can get him, but he'd be great. He might be busy. They're doing four. And I don't know how many more John Wicks are going to. come. Highlander. Out. Oh, and he's doing Highlander with Henry Cavill. That's I believe, right. As fucking That's insane. One. That's, That's going to so be insane. awesome, dude. That, that one I'm all in for. Fucking Highlander. Oh, me too. Chad Stahelski, Henry Cavill. So going back to what I mentioned, Sean Chandler, Sean talks movies on his YouTube channel, put out a quick video. His seven picks. Who should direct Blade? Uh The video starts with Chad Stahelski, the John Wick guy. Then he mentions David Leach, who is the uncredited, also co-director of John Wick, but has done Deadpool 2 and a bunch of other action movies. Not right. a bad pick. Then he says Sam Hargrave, the guy right. who directed Extraction. That's not bad. Then he mentions this guy, Ilya Netshuler, the guy who directed uh, Bob Odenkirk's Nobody, which is, I think that's that movie had some great we fucking directed that.
3: Or we? Uh, we directed that. We, reviewed, we reviewed,
0: that. reviewed that. It's a great movie. Fun, really fun movie if you could make Kirk a fucking action star who's a badass fighter like that's amazing like he pulled that off and it's a great movie kind of like a, a poor man's John Wick sort of you know uh, and then he does mention Michael Giacchino he mentions Ryan Coogler but his number one pick was James Wan from the Aquamans oh really James Wan has horror chops and now he's yeah. got big budget acting chops what do you think of James Wan directing that can definitely work.
4: Uh, his action is good. It's a little big. I'd I'd rather get like a guy who could work with a smaller budget and keep it creepy and and tight and and focused on martial arts and stuff and like cool kills and shit like that. Um, no one mentioned Tim Miller.
0: Oh, Tim.
4: Miller. He did. I mean, he did Terminator Dark Fate, but um, but he did the first Deadpool, right?
0: Hmm. He did do the first Deadpool. I forgot about the Tim Miller. Yeah, give him another chance after Dark Fate. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he he's he's in a position where he probably might do it. <laughs> no. I mean, Brian would be great, but I think you should give Coogler like a, an Avengers movie. He's probably getting uh, Secret Wars. Secret Wars, keep him busy.
3: I love. I loved all these picks. I thought this was very well thought out. I do agree that if you're going to do, I haven't seen the original Blade, so I still have to watch Blade oh, for so our good. '90s. But I do know that that movie is very action heavy and if you're going to do a blade movie and you're going to try to live up to that you're going to need an awesome director with that knows how to do action so i thought all these were great my pick i think i like james wan i think he works well in the system but i would go i would probably lean towards uh hmm this is tough I like, I kind of like Ilian Natzchuler.
0: Yeah, the nobody guy was. The, he, I loved his style. That movie was so much fun and surprise. I think all these, you can't go wrong with. The Helski would be great. Uh, and then he ends the video with like, you know, who shouldn't direct Blade? And it's the guy we mentioned last week when we talked about this, Sam Raimi. Don't oh, give yeah. it to Sam Raimi. Yeah, maybe not. He's probably.
4: Uh, I was a little bit iffy on that one, but I wonder what Stephen Norring did. I think he, the director of the original Blade. Is he still oh, around? Man. What's he doing? I don't know, but he was he was a good director. He fucking pulled that shit off, and um, yeah, he. I think he retired after uh, League of Extraordinary Den- Gentlemen didn't do well. Oh, that yeah, What,
3: that what they need well. to do is they need to they need to deliver on what people are being promised, which is similar to what like when we did when they did Shang Chi. They delivered on the action for the most part. They they figured out they they found a way to to make it look like that that Hong Kong era action with a mix of styles. They need to do that for Blade. Not not necessarily that level of martial. It doesn't need to be all martial arts, but needs a hit. It needs to hit the Blade pocket of yeah. horror, great fight scenes, yeah. blood. And, and you have Mahershaw like you, yeah. you, 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 this is a Academy Award winning actor. You can't waste a Blade movie. Absolutely. But not. can he
0: do karate? Eh, Probably not. Uh, that's a good point. You could train him. I mean Snipes But they just not a good stunts.
3: Stunt work, stunt work stunt yeah. men.
0: Snipes is good at that part of it, right? He's very physical. He can he can do the moves and his fighting style is great. So you want it to be different than that nineties blade movie also, because it's just
3: I think that's why they want to set it in the twenties ah, or ah, something. Uh-huh, because uh-huh. they want that nineties blade movie has a certain aesthetic. Yeah and they want to they want to give this its own aesthetic.
0: Yeah, we'll see if they can get their shit together and pick somebody. I mean, I think everything's going to have to be pushed back because at this point you're giving this person a, like about a year to prep and shoot and do everything and that's just that's not fair. You need more time. So, hopefully it doesn't upset the schedule too much, but all these Yeah, that was a great video. These were all great picks. One last comment I just got before we started recording and it's from our buddy Ralph Bravo. Ralph Bravo sponsored patreon movie last week hard target one of his favorite movies and uh i guess it seems he's going through some shit in his life i'm gonna keep the details out of this but i'm gonna read around it because he does send us some very nice words He said, Imran, I would love to thank you, Anthony, and Ruggs. Not only was the review on Hard Target hilarious and an amazing listen, but the podcast has been giving me the laughs I need during a hard time. Thank you for all providing the laughs and helping me find a joy of listening to a podcast. Keep doing what you're doing, and I'm sure y'all are bringing laughter to people who need it. That's really nice. It almost made me cry. Thank you, Ralph. Bravo. Yeah, man. Happy to help. Our pleasure. So, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Sign up for the Patreon. We make you laugh, you give back. Uh, some dollars. Laughs equal dollars. That's all. Think about it that way. <laughs> <one. laughs> okay. Let's get to what are we watching? Holy shit. The run of shows continues and some crazy shit happened this week. Uh, where Should we start with the She-Hulk? Sure. Sure. Okay. Right. She-Hulk, the penultimate, episode eight. Finally, some shit happened after a strong start of the show. Like, the first episode was great. They give us Possibly, like, my most favorite episode so far, up there with the first episode. Why? Because you had Frogman. That's not <laughs> why. It's because the minute Charlie Cox walks into the courtroom as Matt Murdock, I'm like,
2: yeah. oh, oh, he's
0: there! And we got a, a, a different tone of this character, a little bit lighter, but, man, the chemistry between him, Tatiana Maslani, amazing. Charlie Cox just elevating... The whole thing what did you guys think i really think that like uh
4: the plot of the whole uh, episode was stupid and that <laughs> charlie cox was slumming it in this show <laughs> oh boy but uh nonetheless it was enjoyable because you know you have someone who has a high caliber of likability like charlie cox he is daredevil and uh he still brought that into this show yeah and and that polished us up a little bit and elevated it. So, yeah, uh, it was more pleasant to watch than the past three or four episodes by far because it had some action, it had some sex.
0: Yeah. Um, had some good had A laps. little bit of that,
4: uh, you know, they were attracted to each other. There was tension there. Great chemistry. Yeah. So, that's all good stuff. It's just a, uh, write a good fucking episode, please. Rib it and rip it,
0: <laughs> dude. <laughs> Anthony, what'd you think? This is the same Daredevil? how this this uh, hit you?
3: I think Charlie Cox is... I mean, he owns the role. Yeah. I think he he has proven now even doing this where he's in a, a very different environment than the Netflix shows. He still feels like Daredevil and he still has the dry kind of charm that Daredevil has. I, I thought some of the stuff they had him do was a little... Like too far mm. to the, mm-hmm. like too far away. Like the walk of you know? shame? The, I yeah, mean, they come didn't on. even have they him do the,
0: have do the walk
3: of shame. It's, a, it's, it's funny in the moment, but it doesn't really serve the character all that well. <laughs> like would he do really that? do
0: that? Did he not have other clothes? I don't know. No, it's
3: just, you don't need. You, you would you, never do that. You, yeah, yeah you're just it. trading a gag. For, yeah. You're trading a short-term gag for kind of compromising the character, but it is what it is. I, it's the show, so whatever. Um, that and the line where he goes, my ass remains unwhooped. I thought it was a little cheesy. I,
0: I kind of like that line
3: too. Uh, the other, one, but other than that, I did enjoy he the way he is in the courtroom. Yeah. The way he interacts with her, you can feel that there is chemistry. You, you definitely, I like that he basically goes, you don't, you don't have a thing. You don't, you don't do, you don't this. do like, this. He's just telling her you you don't know shit. Yeah, and she just has to kind of take it from yeah. Him. yeah. So I like Charlie Cox, and I'll, I'll admit I even liked the. The end of the show where oh, they, that they was tease, great. yeah, I liked it because of the fact that in in with a lot of female celebrities, the way people get them is not by them doing something necessarily wrong, but it's them being exposed on the fappening.
0: right? Or like right, just showing them doing sex something normal, right? Where, yeah. right, yeah. Whereas yeah. a
3: man sometimes doesn't. That's not a not as necessarily a thing. So I, yeah. I did enjoy. I, didn't, I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, but I I see the the through line there. I think the overall problem I have with the show is there just hasn't been the the fallback has been, well, it's a sitcom, but the show's not really funny, nor does it have a through line that's all that interesting. So for the middle of this this first season it's just been like, well, it's a sitcom. Yeah. A not funny sitcom. But I do agree that I enjoyed this almost as much as the first episode. So uh, yeah, I good. think mostly Charlie Cox and a little bit of the intrigue at the end uh so there you like, go
0: i love how they're showing her bang a bunch of dudes right like if, if it was a guy they would do the same thing like she's banged like how many three four guys already on three dudes, show. yeah, yeah and this one came to bite her in the ass i did love that whole bit at the end where she's like why are you guys still here oh there's a twist is this the, is the <laughs> season finale next like that shit was great uh leapfrog was kind of funny the guy playing him reminded me of like a young michael rapaport Would have been great. (laughs) He did, yeah. Would have been great in this role. But I love how he comes in, dismantles her case like that, and then she starts going, who's this asshole? And then by the, the end of it, she's like, this guy's kind of doing it for me. It was fucking great. Now she comes around, and they were really cute together. Like, they had really good chemistry. He would not do the walk of shame. He would just swing away where nobody saw him. I don't like the yellow suit. I don't know. I don't like this. She called it mustard and ketchup color scheme and it <laughs> kind of was and I'm like no, it, just make them all red How, what do you well, do it's it? supposed to be brown and like it's it.
4: supposed to be brown
0: in, in yellow it just it looks like it's just I don't know it's or like too, it red and yellow it's like I the, mean
3: it's it, it's a weird setup that he would even have this weirdo in the west coast making him suits yeah like they yeah. they're definitely compromising the character a little bit but I think Charlie Cox is just so good in the role and he knows what he's doing yeah And he he plays the role so perfectly, even if he's getting bad material, that it just,
4: he he shines a turd. (laughs) I like that he's wearing the D-Man suit.
0: (laughs) Do you know the D-Man?
4: Who's the D-Man? Look up Marvel D-Man.
0: Oh, that's right. Marvel D-Man was this weird, generic, it's a big guy that just had a D on his (laughs) demolition man. That's who it is. He's had a big, but clip. yeah, but he wears the Daredevil suit. It's like yes, yellow and it's identical and, and red. And then there's one with like well, the Wolverine mask. Yeah, mm. Wolverine was uh, and he wears a Wolverine mask. Damn. I like that he uh, they did
3: the like little hallway fight. Oh yes, that they was did great. An homage to that, and I I enjoyed that they put his music in there. Yeah, I even liked the new music they had for him. there was like dun 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 But um, yeah, I think I think the the Daredevil he he did. He did well. He brought up that he brought the caliber of the show up, and I and I look forward to seeing him in his own show. Yeah, and I don't think they they didn't power him up too much. Yeah, he's more acrobatic for sure, and he's definitely CGI acrobatic
0: a little bit. Yeah, flipping around. But
3: if I had to compare, and I heard this online, and I agree, he was better in this than uh, Kingpin was in Hawkeye. Oh,
0: interesting. probably yeah. I
3: would agree. Whereas Kingpin and Hawkeye really felt weird. Yeah. It just felt super tacked on and then you yeah. just you saw that character and you went, I don't know about this. <laughs> but but he Daredevil, there, although there was some stuff I questioned, I didn't go, he doesn't fit at all. I no, felt like yeah, he oh he can there. he can adapt. Yeah. Like they can do they can do things with him.
0: I mean it was an organic entry and you know, they're lawyers, so like it works, right? It's not just kind right. of shoehorned in. Uh and then she drops, she mentions a red hulk at one point when she's talking to the camera. I thought there was an interesting little drop but yeah that ending was crazy she hulks out loses control everybody sees it they're filming her that was kind of the point they're kind of push her buttons and i think maybe bruce will be back next episode um daredevil's probably gone because he said i was leaving back for new york the next morning but maybe the hulk comes back and i saw a quick clip of like hulk and abomination maybe they get another rematch so, big next week, season finale, and we will review that. That'll be the main review. And the whole season is the end of She-Hulk. Huh. Uh, Andor, episode five. rugs. you didn't watch this one yet, right? No, I did not. forgot that it was... It's fine. We'll skip it. They're still setting up the heist. It hasn't happened. The next episode will be the actual heist. It was good, though. I watched it. What'd you think? It was good.
3: It was good. It was good, yeah. I mean, definitely still setting up the heist, but the tone is all still there. It still feels much more real for lack of a better yeah, sense grounded and a lot of st- grounded there you yeah. go and then most star wars stuff so
0: yeah you get more character stuff about all the people so no it's good i'm waiting for this fucking heist uh they're building up so much it better be great and then that's only halfway through the show okay let's get to the big one house of the dragon oh i didn't put spoiler alerts before any of these did i yeah well, you fig- can put, put it in post yes spoiler alert you'll figure it out House of the Dragon, episode eight. We have been given another time jump. About six years, they say in the beginning. Uh, wow, this show just gets better and better every episode. I don't know, man. This fucking, so much shit happens. Uh, Anthony, you want to break down real quick? Do you remember what happened?
3: Yeah, I watched it last night. Okay. Um, so we, I think we have another six-year time jump. Yeah. And at this point... Sir Coralis Valerian has been injured in a battle with the Triarchy the uh, at the Stepstones, and he might die. So they, his brother Vaymond, Vaymond, yes, Vaymond, it wants to contest who's getting the next seat at House Driftmark or whatever. Yeah, and they decide to go to King's Landing to put in a petition to keep. To have the house go to Veyman because right now the house is going to Corliss Not Corlys, excuse me. Uh, Lucerys, Lucerys. yeah. Targaryen. Valerian, excuse me, who is a bastard, but he's a Valerian. And they decide they want to petition this, because Viserys is on death's door. Ugh. So right now, basically, Alicent and the Hand... What's the Hand's name? Otto Hightower. Otto Hightower are, are in charge. And the episode revolves around everyone coming back to King's Landing to make a plea for where, uh, the house at Driftmark should go to. And on top of that, there's a big family dinner with where Viserys wants to reunite the family before he dies.
0: Yes. First, uh, oh shit moment was fantastic as they're petitioning, well, first of all, man, I don't even know where to start. I got to give props to fucking Patty Constantine, the guy who plays Viserys, because what a crazy arc of this character we've seen. He is he keeps losing body parts every time jump. Right. First, he loses his fingers. Then he lost an arm. We see him now with a fucking fan of the opera mask on. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And he shows you and his eye is missing. And wow, the makeup, the acting, the effects clearly on that story, i'm like when is this fucking dude gonna die <laughs> and he's so decrepit you see these lesions they're doing the petition and he just interrupts walks in and he's like i'm gonna sit on the throne i'm gonna fucking resolve this so-
3: Well, it's because she the night before his daughter Rainera pleads for her to yes. pleads for him to defend her yes that that scene was awesome yeah i know it's just him walking yes but him him walking in and they they resolve the arc between him and his brother because he oh, falls yes. and his brother picks him up, and that that kind of is the, the the arc right there. His brother, even though they've had their differences, was there for him at that moment. I I thought, I read was awesome.
0: I read that that was an ad lib like the The yeah. crown fell and Matt Smith just picked it up, and then they just kept filming. It was perfect. It was so good. It was so good. Uh anyways, the and the, that's the thing was Viserys like he. Yes, he was oblivious to the fact that the kids are bastards and she fucks somebody else. But this man... No, it's not he's oblivious. I don't he, think that. he. Well, this man the he whole time... Willfully,
3: he willfully is being ignorant yeah, about no, it.
0: He's, the whole time he's been trying to avoid wars. He's been trying to be pro-family. He wants everyone to get along, right? And he wants to just have tournaments and carve his little things and just have peace. So, and to the end, he holds his ground. He never gets swayed. I think... I think that also he also
4: um he knows that Raynera would have bore children of the person that she married. If she could have. If she could have. Yeah, yeah. It's not like she wasn't willing to do her duty. It's just yep. like that those are the cards that were dealt to her at, at that moment. It's the Valerians that are to blame in a way because like they should be like, "Hey, listen, this is the best we can do right now. Like, this is we have to all accept that they're not having kids together."
0: Yeah, but they think that she killed her son. Their son, right? So there's also right. that they can't know the truth. So that's it's it's going to that wouldn't that wouldn't have
4: needed to happen if if everybody kind of was on the same page.
0: But that fucking moment where Vayman just comes out because Lasiris is like, "No, it's going to go to Lasiris. This is who we wanted. This is where we're going." And then well, he she,
3: no, she he doesn't do that. He goes why is this even a oh, debate right the Let's person to closest to this yeah. is reina yeah what did what did your husband have to say yeah. and then she says that yeah because even though she dis- she even though she disagrees she disagrees she, with honors, her her. she right. honors her husband That's- she honors her husband she honors her husband because she she similar to allison in a, in a sense yeah they're bound by duty so even if they know it's wrong yeah they're going to do it because it's the, for the realm it's, tradition. it's, it's tradition yeah
0: and Vayman was hoping that she would back him
3: right right and even then, though because she because she she's the one that made the argument right to corliss in the yeah. last episode that
0: yeah. you need a valerian blood yeah. on them and then yeah he's like history doesn't remember blood it remembers names and then right. Vayman fucking loses it and calls the kids bastards and calls her a whore and and then and viserys is trying to get up he pulls his knife he's like i'm gonna cut your tongue out before anybody can do anything just shunk fucking daemon targaryen with valerian steel chops the dude's head in half and i love the detail of the shot where he, he chopped it above the tongue the tongue is still sticking out and he goes he can keep his tongue and the fucking cleats i was like oh fuck oh that shit. was uh a shocking and amazing and well he, he before that he's going to say it yeah say yeah it. he's, he he's hanging him it. on he goes go ahead yeah. and we all know what he's gonna say yeah. and he and i was like fucking you know? hell and then the dinner scene and then he's like the body's there and you see the head that's separated and i was like this is fucking disturbing but the dinner well, then you scene, got the toast by one-eyed yes, kid the dinner scene gets also very tense and awkward and combative but he basically calls them out again yeah well what, what's great though about
3: that scene is it it's kind of seems like it's it's all on a tenuous situation and viserys is there and he makes the plea. And at least on my read on the situation, I feel like Rainier and Allison both were like, all right, right, well, we'll put bygones be bygones. Mm. Like, well, I think their toasts are genuine. And then Aegon's, uh what's his face? Um, What's that kid's? The older kid's name? A- uh Oh, uh, J- Jace, J- J- Jace. J- Jace, yeah. or something. Like, and he stills like, I'll take the high road and make a toast. Yeah. But as soon as Viserys leaves, yeah, that's when like yeah. shit hits the fan and
0: Aemon. Dude, Amon and why is everybody named Aegon? This is where this is how this war is going to be starting with as Viserys dies, which is an amazing death scene. It's fucking just so haunting and. Uh, Allison, he's talking to Allison he doesn't know who's there and he tells him Aegon, the prince who was promised he's not talking about this Aegon, he's talking about the past Aegon, the Song of Fire and Ice
3: he's, he thinks he's talking to his daughter
0: yes, and now she thinks he's talking about her son, and everybody's fucking named Aegon, and they named and named her kids Viserys and Aegon again, you can't come up with any other names what the fuck uh, but, no, I'll, I'll admit I didn't
3: like that What? I didn't like that writing, I don't like that that it's a, a, a mistake
0: is going to lead yeah, to a it's war. A misunderstanding. Yeah. I don't I don't yeah. like that it's a, it's a like weird. a
3: little convenient yeah. oh I misheard it. Yeah. I don't know. I think that I think that the writing could have been better there. I don't think it seems too Hollywood for me. It seems like a thing the C W would do. A
0: little bit. Yeah. It's a very soap opera kind oh, of thing. Oh, I saw
3: my or or yeah. like it seemed like a thing Cobra Kai would do. It's like, yes. oh I saw yes. I saw Miguel talking to to what's her face, and I now I think yeah. that we're not together anymore. And it's just like, oh Miguel is apologizing to her. It's like oh, like they miss where it's like this teen drama. I didn't like that.
0: I mean, it makes sense. that I don't would like be... that the whole war
3: is going to be based on Alison yeah. hearing something that she misheard.
4: Yeah, that's a little yeah. Real people little, talk to each other, I think. Even you know, if they hate each other, they still yeah. argue and yeah. they will lash it out.
3: Yeah, and that or like even you know, there's years now where she, he has told you know he declared in front of the kingdom that Rhaenyra was a succession. Yeah. yeah. And now she, Allison's going to be like, they're going to make Allison so conniving that yeah. she's going to take ten seconds of this guy on his deathbed right. where he's hopped up on drugs, yeah, and he says something like that, and she's going to be like, "Well, that's the gospel. That was his dying wish." I don't know. Just milk like that. milk of
0: the puppy. Yeah, that's Whatever, a otherwise little, the episode's great. Otherwise everything's <laughs> great. That last bit, I mean, the him his his death scene was great, but yeah, that's a little it's a little too convenient. There's two episodes left, so I mean, uh, how about freaking. Amon, he makes that speech,
3: but like right before that, it's so fucking good. They bring out the pig. Oh yes, and and Jace is yeah. like smirking at him yeah. because of the pig thing. Yeah, yeah. and that's when Amon he literally slams the table. And I had the lights off, and I, I shook. Like, I <laughs> the music. He, he he hits the table, and the music shuts off like Fonzie. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's looking at him, and they're like. I also
3: really like. He's a shit. I mean, the first off, he's a shithead. Yeah, he's nice. Aemon's also a shithead, but I I really like how they throw in there that Aemon Aemon can already beat Sir Criston.
0: Oh yeah, they were doing And Sir
3: Criston yeah. can beat Damon. Oh, that's why. And then so that's why that's why Rhaenyra got Damon. And then you can see when Aemon gets up and the kids you know punch punch Aemon and he pushes the kid down and Damon gets in front. Yeah, you can see just in the little moment there. As the kids say, Eamon wants that smoke. He oh, wants yeah. Damon. Yeah, he wants to fucking fight Damon. And <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's right. Damon just he, steps like, he up his stands there. Against, yeah, he, Damon stay blocks him, and yeah. Eamon's like, "Fuck right. you, man. I'm, I want it." I was like, "Next time, I'll get you." Because they, they they definitely do that on purpose. They yeah. show you that he can beat Kristen, and you have yeah. to remember Kristen beat Damon in the oh, first or right, episode. Oh,
0: right, in the first episode. Right, right, right,
3: right. Oh, so he's trying
0: to, yeah. Get his,
3: prove his and worth. you also got Damon mining for eggs in the beginning. Oh, yeah, Aemon, what was that about? Aemon has Vagar, right? So, and, Aemon's the guy, you know, he's like, gonna be the one that fuck, he's the fucking warhorse.
0: He's the one you gotta look out for. He's
3: the one, he's the one ready to fight. Oh, oh yeah, man,
0: yeah, he's ready. and yeah, they and, built him up pretty good though. Like, this yeah. has been his
4: origin story yeah. at this point.
0: Meanwhile, Aegon's just drunk and raping servants, it doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Oh man, Aegon—he's horrible. I, yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought Allison married was, to his sister was gonna kill that girl, but she gave that's her. The, I the abortion tea. Maybe but she, she's, but
3: see, she's she's still kind of bound by duty. Yeah, like she knows that it's wrong, but she's also like, I can't, we can't tell anybody. Tell she's anybody. She's also supposedly
4: religious too, right? Yeah. Right. She's super religious.
3: Yeah. You see the all the seven. Um,
4: yeah, she's the with the, the seven, seven. gods. Oh,
0: that's
3: yeah. what that yeah. is, right? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Because the Targaryens believe themselves to be gods, but now right. that he's dying, she's completely changed it to be the House of the Seven type.
0: What are the odds that Corlys Valerian does show up and he's not dead?
3: <laughs> That'd be awesome. Right. Yeah, he's like,
0: fuck you guys. I'm still Firstly, alive. I'm back, motherfuckers. I'm back, bitches.
3: Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, but, two yeah. episodes. Great, what a great fucking, show. So
0: good. So good. All right. And then let's finish up real quick with uh, the Rings of Power Rugs. You caught up on this one?
4: Yes, but it's very uh, foggy in my mind. I believe everybody, speaking of fog, they make it out of the fog of war. Yes. So, um, yeah, the
0: aftermath of the Mount Doom uh, volcanic explosion.
4: Yeah. So the eruption happens, everything's get covered. And of course, uh, Galadriel wakes up, no
0: problem. She's fine.
4: But to make it fair, like a lot of people are fine. So.
0: She's covered in dust. They did a couple of weird things, um, but yeah, it's kind of like uh, a a slow... They slowed it down after last week's crazy episode. It was kind of like a slower burn episode, but setting up the effects of everything, and I think there's one more episode left of this, and it's supposed to be a big battle. Uh, I don't understand why they're making us think Isildur is dead when we know that he's clearly not going to die. No, yeah, he's not. That part is weird, and then they do the thing where the Southlands become Mordor, but I feel like That's also a thing everybody knew wasn't going to happen.
4: I don't know. Well, it had to happen. But like the thing that was weird is that I I didn't expect her to bring up her husband. Ah. And like, oh, okay. (laughs) Where's this guy been? (laughs) (laughs) What's he been doing?
0: Oh, you're married. Oh, you never mentioned
4: this. And he's in Lord of the Rings, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So So he's he's alive.
4: He He just bounced. He's just like, oh, I'm going to get the fuck out of (laughs) here.
0: And also, there's the whole thing with the dwarves and the mithril, and uh, the king won't let them mine the mithril to help the, the, the elves, and uh, the Durin goes and tries to mine it, and they gets caught, and the last shot is he throws the leaf down the thing, and you see the fucking Balrog. But my understanding is this Balrog doesn't actually come out for, like, a, another, like, quite some time. So, I don't know why well, they showed us that. They just want to tease that uh, so you know
4: it's an impending doom.
0: I think there's one episode
4: left. Are we going to get Sauron? Mm, I don't know. I don't know how long they're going to drag this shit out. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're probably going to, they, they're making a season two. So, there's probably going to be a lot of stuff they're going to allude to. They're going to give you something next episode, but it's not going to be the whole shebang. Like they're going back to the elves. There's going to be an interesting elf. It's going to be the, the elves reaction to what's going on. And then it's going to advance the story about getting the myth rule. And I think
0: that's it. Okay. I mean, I'm still in. If there's one left, we're going to see how this ends up. And uh, then we're going to wait like three years for another like, season. Probably
4: that the mysterious stranger and the people
0: hunting him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those uh, people
4: in white. What's the deal with that? Yeah. They're, I don't know. who are those people I don't people have no idea. Okay. Um, that has to come to a conclusion. Yeah. That, all that stuff's going to happen
0: next. Like, episode, who is so. this guy? What's so, his Galadriel
4: deal? and all of the Numenorians are going to go to the elf city, Lin, Linden. Okay. Linden, New not, Jersey? Which is not London. Oh. <laughs> it's Linden. And they're, they're going to go, and there's going to be a whole thing about Galadriel and blah, blah, blah. That's going to all. We're going to find out, of course, more about her. And then we're going to probably. Resolve the Mithril thing, and then hopefully the last piece is the stranger and the people hunting him. So,
0: and I mean we've said this every week. I'm watching both. I'm still into both, but I'm still thoroughly enjoying House oh, of Dragons. Doesn't even ha- hold more. a candle.
4: When I watched last the last episode, I was riveted and I was impressed. I was like that him walking into that room. Yeah, that was like such a moment. Like I was 100%. like, whoa, this is fucking great. And like, I, I remember like even getting emotional, like when he, when the daughter was pleading for, for him yeah. or, or for the help. And yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he was pleading to his family to get along. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is actually emotionally connecting to me. And, uh, I just felt like it was, it's on such a high level of, uh, it's, it's one of the great shows. Uh, at this point, they have not ruined it
0: yet. So, um, I'm hoping that it continues. I just think more people are talking about House of the Dragon than Lord of the Rings. Also, in general, like just water cooler talk and posting about it. I think House of the Dragon is, is killing it over the yeah. I rings. think
4: that it being so decompressed and so much of the story is moving at a snail's pace, and um, there's not a lot of action in it. Yeah, there's, there are great sets and great shots and. Yeah. The acting is good too. The yeah? acting is good. Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't pack the punch. The fuck, like, man.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. That's the that's the feedback my friends say in their in their chat because they watch Power Rings like of Power. Like
4: it's sexless. Like it's like so like like they don't. There's nothing. There's no violent. Like the violence isn't gory. Mm-hmm. Um. There's no so. There's nothing edgy about it. Yeah. It's kind of like this kind of like. Rounded corner, everything's been buffed, you know, Be a little safe, a little sanitized. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. a little sanitized, and yeah, it's fine. It needs a little bit more grit, but yeah. uh, Anthony, what's your friend's hot take? No, they did, they just say whenever they watch,
3: they're like the last episode, the feedback was, Man, another slow episode of yeah.
0: Rings of Power. So, yeah, yeah, so the next week is the season finale uh apparently so i think it's just nine episode per season okay what else are we watching Do we want to mention anthony you got anything else 90s movie action movies
3: i'm trying movies? to think if i saw anything this week that was worth talking about no i was pretty packed with all the stuff we got to watch oh. so i haven't watched any 90s movies this week
0: rugs
4: what you watching i i went to the movies and saw uh shin ultraman oh you saw it in the theater in a theater? Yeah Bilotti, Whoa. yeah, Bilotti gave me the hookup. I think he Ooh. was supposed to, because New York Comic Con's going on right now.
0: Right. It, it was last night. So they weekend. have all these yeah.
4: screenings. And so uh, Bilotti's like, I'll give you what my ticket. I'm not using it. So oh, he already seen it. So I went to go see it. And? And, um, it's good. There's, there's, they did some stuff that Shin Godzilla did. And I was annoyed at when Shin Godzilla did it. Like, Remember, I don't know if you wa- you all watch Shin Godzilla, but yeah, we remember there was it. like these big blocks of text on the screen, like yes. telling everybody's name? Yes, and the, or places. And it's made by the same people, so yeah. it feels very similar to Shin Godzilla. I'm happy to say that this one had a lot more action in it. Okay, good. Less and conference meetings. N- well, <laughs> instead of going to all different conference meetings, you yeah. stick with the same few oh, characters okay. that are all right. that are all right. like uh kind of dealing with this whole Thing, but they literally speed through all of the backstory. So, like, if you're a person, like, thank God I watched some Ultraman and I know a little bit about it. And I watched the, also the animated series. So there's some things that connect there. But if you didn't know anything about Ultraman, and you watch this movie, you'd be like, what the fuck am I watching? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that because they kind of like speed through it. Like, there's like, there's kaijus and there's, there's that, blah, 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 blah. and it, there's not enough time to actually the, throwing names at you, like, whatever. But And there's a lot of kaijus in it for like two seconds and then they disappear. Um, But when Ultraman shows up and uh, the destruction is great, uh, the scale is great. um, They do use a lot of the same music cues as all the other Anno stuff. Okay. Even Shin Godzilla. Like they have that, like they have that, like uh, it's like becoming a parody of itself in a way. But um, it was fun. It was a fun movie and, it has some moments where you're like, what the hell? It actually builds to a nice crescendo in the middle and it kind of fizzles out a little bit at the end. Cause they like the, um, there's not like this great big fight scene at the end. Kind of it's just there is, there is like some aerial dynamics and stuff like that, but it's more of like a existential. Like there's like the, they talk about existence and humanity and. It's almost like the end of the matrix when you, you're talking to the,
0: okay. The architect, the architect
4: you yeah, know, it's yeah. kind of like that ending. Okay. But I liked it. I thought it was good. I would watch it again. Hmm. I, I would, I, I want to watch it when it, I want to watch a dub version because I just, there's a lot of, they're talking a lot and there's a lot of reading and I felt like I missed a little bit of the stuff that was going on screen. And that's the whole battle. When you're watching a subtitles movie, it's yeah. like, you're reading the subtitles, but you're missing, you're not, you're not really getting the enjoy the, like, the visuals right, as much, right? Or, or the direction. You're kind of like, kind of juggling. So I would like to be able to like satisfy that portion of it for me. Uh, but yeah, the monster designs are actually okay. They look, it's a little video gamey. It's not quite to the level of, uh, our Hollywood stuff, but, At the same time, it still has a good quality about it, and it's still, like, uh, enjoyable. And uh, it does, you do, like, when it's all happening, you're all right there for it. So, uh, if you like Kaiju stuff, uh, I would check it out.
0: Uh, I don't know how does one watch this, though. It's not out yet. It'll It'll... be out soon, probably. Uh, Release date. Oh, it's oh in Japan, May thirteenth of this year in Japan. I don't know when it comes.
4: It to might get here. like a
0: limited release here. I mean, they're, they're screening it here. So.
4: It on streaming. It might end up there too.
0: All right, and uh, I did watch one of our '90s action movies, and as I'm catching up, it was The Mission Impossible. Because I noticed Rugs, you were watching Mission Impossible too. We were talking about John Woo, and I was the like, John oh, one.
4: yes. Yeah, I want to watch the, another John Woo movie.
0: So I was like, oh, Mission Impossible 2 it is. That one does not make the tourney. The first one does. And, uh, yes. Uh, it's an introduction to Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt. I've never seen it. Dude, Brian De Palma directing, Danny Elfman doing the music. Like, there's some heavy hitters in this. And there's, good movie. Yeah, I mean, there's two, like, good, iconic action scenes. You walk away kind of feeling satisfied, and there's the whole espionage and who to trust it's more about lying.
4: spy stuff it is more about spy stuff yes it's, a little bit, it, it's more about tom cruise being resourceful
0: yeah mm. as an actioner i mean i don't know how much it's going to hold up to the matchup it has in it's terms not like of, john
4: wick where, right or even the sooner mission impossible 2 came out it like even though that one's not packed with action the action's on a higher higher i john Wu. Yeah, yeah you know it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's
0: you're gonna have I mean that one starts with Tom Cruise. shooting guns Tom and all Cruise that stuff. hanging off of a cliff free climbing and I think it's actually him hanging yeah. off this fucking crazy clip yeah he's doing stunts there's there's a one
4: shot of him going through a f- uh, fire on his motorcycle oh that's like, him riding through, and it's, yeah. he, you can, tell it's, him you can doing, tell it's him he's fucking crazy he's driving through fire
3: yeah hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I will be watching it
0: yeah no, it's a it's a good it's a good mission. And I'm not going to reveal its matchup.
3: Okay, or no where it's
0: Okay, I can't wait. We will. We're working on locking down the date for the night. <laughs> so you like action. Mission Impossible kind of one? Enough. Isn't John Voight in that one? John Voight is in it. Ving Rames. You got John Reno. Uh, oh, John Reno is uh, in John that. Yeah, Re- yeah. As uh, the the uh, what do they call him? The disavowed disavowed MI5 agent. I feel like that's the more of a, like uh, mm. more of a film. I mean and then all the yeah. other ones are more movies. Well, the Brian De Palma style of it is great, you know, like the way he shoots things, and uh he's a great director and uh, I don't know, he hasn't done anything in a while. So But a, he did he did Scarface,
4: he did, he did blowout, yes. yeah.
0: Do you ever see Snake Eyes with Nick Cage? Like that was well, that's a, a, crazy that was a crazy movie. It's a crazy yeah. movie, it's not bad. It's a good De Palma. But yeah, he's did some big hits in the seventies and the early eighties. But it was that was a weird pick for the Mission Impossible, it was Brian De Palma, but it works, so it's good uh anything else that's it for this Rugs. week. you saw have- uh rapid fire
4: oh, oh i watched rapid yes. fire because <laughs> then he saw it and i was like oh, i gotta watch that movie i have to also catch up i didn't get to watch oh that man uh that movie is it's- it still holds up pretty it good uh um, that's crazy there's a there's a couple of like hilarious uh like there's this one time where brandon lee does a backflip Oh or, yeah. And it's just like so like
3: the, the guy's got him like in a sleeper hold or something. Yeah. He does a backflip over. Yeah, him. And like, but he's
4: clearly like jumping on a trampoline. Oh my <laughs> uh, you know? Backflips out it of a just, it was a, it's very jarring. <laughs> and then there's like uh at the very end where he's on the train tracks, they do some kind of speed up motion thing and it just looks really like out of place. <laughs> you you know what I forgot to
3: mention last week that I, I remember from this movie is remember that scene where he's in the kitchen and the guy the FBI guys are trying to shoot him? Yeah. He looks I'm almost positive he looks at the camera oh, and goes, no. Oh shit. Oh, yeah, he does. He oh, does. stares right he into does. the camera and looks at the audience. He and goes, does. Oh shit. I don't think he, he does. was supposed to do <laughs> he that. He really does. <laughs> he does, that a, he does exactly that. It was so. Jo- what I remember Sam like, just, Wait a minute. What just happened <laughs> Did he here? Just
4: just, did he just break the fourth wall? <laughs> did he mean to do that? Yeah, I don't think he meant to. I think, yeah. That. Maybe they just kept it in because they thought it was funny.
0: Or they must not have had another take or so. I don't know. Like, why you just. He literally looks at the camera and goes,
4: Oh, shit. <laughs> I gotta say, though, that it, the greatest thing about seeing it now yeah. is after all the history of seeing Ali Young and everything, yeah. that he finally, he still doesn't say anything. No, because nothing. his voice is just like a regular dude's yeah. voice. He yeah. just sounds nothing. like, hey, what's up, dude? Nothing. <laughs> but, like, he gets his due. He gets it to be, like, a, a real fucking awesome, fight, nice. like, awesome bad nice. guy. And he has, like, a pretty, like, intense fight with Brandon Lee and that's like the best fight in the whole movie. And, uh, yeah, I thought it was really cool. And I, you know, I was just like, wow, it still holds up. I was wondering if my memory of it, uh, was going to be, di- but the bad guy, he's so over the top, like gangster. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> Italian mobster type. Yeah. And it's in Chicago. I forgot it was yeah, in Chicago.
0: Yeah, that's the other yep. interesting thing. It's
3: it takes in place Chicago. right here. Did you notice too, that, uh, Ali or Ali Young, when he kills that Italian mobster, he threatens him with a ninja star, right? <laughs> but then when they cut back to him on the ground, it's has like got three all... knives. Yeah, and it's, it's like, did he miss with the ninja star?
4: <laughs> <What happened to laughs> He's the like, yeah, so. had all these knives. Yeah, i was just fucking with you. Look at the knives. Like, <laughs> yeah. my, my other favorite thing is I forgot that there's two things I still don't understand about this movie. But like, one thing I forgot was that there was a naked lady in the beginning that there he was drawing her. Yes, yes, and then. He goes out and, and and they go on a date, but it's like she's taken him to this place so he can be a speaker about Tiananmen Square. Right, right, right. And then all of a sudden, this big action scene unfolds, and he's like trying to get her out of the building, but then at one point he just abandons her. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I'm getting the fuck out of here." <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so you never know what happens to the hot girl no, that he was yeah,
3: drawing. She completely—I disapp- thought she was going to be the girl in the movie. And and she, she just, just disappears. disappears. That's right. amazing. That's great. And uh, I mean, it, the other thing—go a- ahead, go ahead. Oh, go. No, no, go no. ahead. I was just they gonna never, say, <laughs> who's gonna you, go first? Me. You go, you go. Okay, uh, I was just on piggybacking on that scene. It's just such a cockamamie thing. Like he's drawing this naked girl in college. She asks him out on a date. No names are exchanged. Yeah, but she, <laughs> but she was actually working for the guy that wanted him that was protesting about Tiananmen Square to get him to talk about Tiananmen Square at a like art studio. Yeah. that yeah. also is a front for
4: heroin. It's just like there's so many different things happening <laughs> well, there. Yeah, there's mental gymnastics <laughs> going it. on. You really gotta stretch. But uh the other thing is I don't nobody really explained why he knew karate. Yeah, and why he could he could handle a gun. He could just do everything well. Art students. Yeah. They're good. They all he's these just yeah, He's just a,
3: uh, like a, what, that's what it is. Like How San Francisco. How old is he? 20 in this movie? Like, <laughs> yeah,
4: he's got, a, he's just like
3: a San Francisco art student. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who happens to know karate? Well, yeah, head.
3: he happens to know it. And then once he's done in the situation where they, they don't need him anymore, he volunteers to come back and take down the bad
4: guy. Uh, uh, yeah. He's killing people, but then all of a sudden he doesn't kill people. Like, when it's time to kill like the, the guy who's trying to kill him he doesn't just shoot him no it's it's
3: it's such an odd oh, I can't wait to watch thing this. but it's yeah. it, it's it's such an entertaining movie
4: it's still entertaining and uh <laughs> then the girl gets him the file from his dad and he just he's like fuck this and he yeah. doesn't care <laughs> he doesn't care and then they bang
3: yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> perfect <laughs> yeah they just yeah and it, there's like a whole montage
3: yeah, that montage is is, is amazing <laughs> they just blow through the. They blow through the main villain that you thought was the main villain, and then pivot to another villain three quarters of the way through. the Wow! Movie.
0: Oh, this tournament's going to be fantastic. It'll be fun.
4: Rapid I, fire still holds up. I, I, it's I really enjoy Kate Hodge. Yeah, I. She was. She was fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she was good. Was I like the girl in the beginning more, but like um, <laughs> the. Uh, it holds up well. It's like it. It, it, it actually crazy feels that like it a, holds up. I feel like it's like better than most of like the 80s like B 100%. movies that we that we that we've been talking about. It's wow. like in a lot of ways.
3: I think I think it's because of Brandon. Like they didn't have to cut away from Brandon Lee yeah. when the fight scenes happened. Yeah, yeah. Those were long shots where you were like, oh, he's he's doing this. Yeah, he's fighting, and they throw in the Jackie Chan type stuff. He throws the coat rack on people. He opens up the fridge on someone's head as they're running like,
4: by. That was the thing. See. Jackie Chan um he was a thing in China but like he didn't really break out in America like you think Rumble in the Bronx came right. out in the 90s Yeah 96
3: 95 somewhere around there So
4: like this is right before that Yep And uh, or I think it might have been like around the same time but like it's, it's it's like they this wasn't like something that was a thing here for years mm-hmm. It was fresh mm-hmm. at that time mm-hmm. So Seeing someone use the environment, kick a table up, sweep someone's leg, uh, you know, uh, use like different props to fucking fight people. It was cool. Like, it was something that you didn't see very often. And I mean, you put um, Brandon Lee and Jackie Chan, you know, obviously Jackie Chan, he's doing all kinds of shit. Like, he's doing shit forever, but it was different. Like, it was just different, a different flavor. It's like almost like. Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan like combined. Mm, yeah. I think you exactly, said that definitely. last yeah. time. Yeah. yeah.
3: No, definitely. that That's exactly. It felt like that. It was, it was, and honestly, even watching it now, having never seen it, watching it with like a week or two ago, it, it felt fresh to me. Wow. wow. I felt like, Oh, this is, this is different.
0: different. Yeah. This guy's, this guy's style is different. Oh man, the potential he had, it is yeah. sad, but this nineties tournament is going to be fun. I think it's going to be some hard decisions. Uh, yeah, which will be get fun to. okay that's at some it. point we'll do it we will happen in november hopefully <laughs> we're blocking down a date that's it for this week rugs where can the
4: listener find you you can find me on twitter at really rug boy come by and follow me
0: retweet me we got links to all that stuff on our website in the show notes check it out most important thing you can do listener spread the show share it with your friends thank you for listening to the jock and nerd podcast my name is imran my name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We will peep you next time.
4: I really don't give a shit.
1: Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest.
2: jockey nerd.